Hello everyone and welcome to uh, episode 2 of Spine Chill, aka season 2, part 2. I'm here today uh, with my co-host Gary the Hot Cross Bun. Hi. Right there. You can see on the video. If you're if you're audio only, he just waved. And uh, I've also John's got John's gonna describe every action we do. Gary made a hand motion just now when he was speaking. <laughs> Doug is adjusting his hat. Always. Doug, running man, also one of the co-hosts. And this week we have a guest, special guest, Sino Beats. You could just describe me with the like the captions as like Sino fiddles with his hair. That would be about Sinnoh's... like ninety percent of my physical activity. <laughs> <laughs> Sino is You're fiddling with his hair while talking about me describing him fiddling with his hair. <laughs> For us auto <laughs> only fiddling. listeners out there. I'm sorry. I'm just Gary smashes away. his Fiddler. hand on the desk. <laughs> Gary is cackling like a cryptid in the corner. They can hear he's me! Annoyed someone. They can hear me! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, that's true. I don't know why I, yep. I would describe we that. We don't need to describe the audio portion, I guess. But yes, welcome everybody. And as I said, this is season two, part two. Uh, because we had some unfinished business before season three debuts uh, next week. So this would be our so longest maybe. season to date, right? Yeah. yeah. This is yeah. our longest season, yeah. I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> Many episodes. Long, Two whole season. episodes in this <sighs> season. The premiere and then the finale. This is the finale. I can't wait for season three, though. Oh. Yeah. I know, right? Big it's things are going to be around for season three. That's a shame. <laughs> His character yeah. will be written out before then. True. Yeah. No plot armor. No plot like, armor I need to down go back there. To my dude. home planet. My people need me. <laughs> and I'll just be like photoshopped off of the screen crudely. For those of you out there unfamiliar with Sino Beats, uh, well, you know what? I was going to introduce you, but why don't you just introduce yourself? That'll I want to hear. I want to hear okay, him yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. himself. So. Yeah. You know what? Okay, well, I'll do it anyway. So that's welcome to the rest of this podcast. Seno talks about himself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I have streamed Dead by Daylight quite a lot. And also, I've streamed a lot of different asymmetrical horror games, including Resident Evil Resistance, which I went very hard on back in the day. Um, but let's not talk about that game because it makes me sad. Uh, I have been streaming since about 2015. Uh, and I was invited to, I think it was a closed beta for Dead by Daylight along with John back in the day. Mm. When the game was completely different, but then oh, right about man. the Stranger Things chapter, I went back to Dead by Daylight again, and that was kind of like the start of us, I think, all going back to the more modern Dead by Daylight, which was a lot of fun. And I've streamed Dead by Daylight loads on my channel, but I've also recently kind of done a lot more horror games and stuff. But I still play the game quite a lot, as well as like every asymmetrical game that comes out, including all of the ones this year. There's there's loads this year actually. It's quite a like hot year for the genre in general. I feel like if nothing else sticks this year it might not be very good for the future of it as a genre in general like if nothing apart from dvd really sticks it could be kind of a bad sign but we'll see we'll see my i've got yeah. my fingers crossed for the what's it called Check texas chainsaw massacre game i think texas a lot of chainsaw did. yeah uh -huh. i think you're in good company because we talked just two weeks ago uh in season one about how hyped we are for a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's the one that we're really yeah. looking yeah, forward yeah. to out of the ones, yeah. I figures. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I, I agree with you, like, we want this year to be good because we don't want it to be, like, last year. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> you were referring to the dead asymmetrical game last year that was once a Discord exclusive. Yeah. 
Good release. That was good. Stop really is face palming right now. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, sometimes it's a, like sometimes, it's a good joke. Sometimes, sometimes Gary says things and they physically hurt me. <laughs> like I can't. It, my whole body is. It hurts. Anyways, but oh, it's full. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. Full send. Okay. Gary says lame shit like that, and then he still gets comments that's like, "Gary's the cute one. Gary's so cute. <laughs> Gary's the wholesome one." I love it when Gary tells bad jokes. He's the wholesome I'm a, one. I'm adorable. We'll talk about that in <laughs> season three. What does that mean, Sino? That hurts my feelings. Say mean things oh. about me. Oh my God. Friend. Why would friend say that about me? <laughs> friend. I'm the keep it real friend. <laughs> you need one of those yeah. in your life. Sino, it will probably not surprise you to learn that, speaking of Texas Chainsaw, Gary and I are very looking forward to playing... Leatherface's little henchman. <laughs> I, I knew it. I didn't write. So I initially heard it was three killers against four survivors. And I didn't even, they hadn't even said this yet, but I was like, oh, I bet it's kind of like there's a main killer and then there's like henchmen. Because that's how I would have yeah. done it, you know, especially mm, yeah, with the yeah, yeah. the family is in yeah. the movie and stuff. And then I think more recently in social media, they confirmed that it's kind of like there's like helpers and then there's like a main killer. Because if it was three equally powered killers, it would probably be a bit much, right? You'd probably just yeah. Yeah. bump the survivors. Yeah. So when I heard that there was henchmen, I was like, oh, I know Gary's all about being Jabba the Hutt's little thing over the shoulder. That's... I'll that get you, master. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Did I do good? Tell me I did good. <laughs> More like you just hide behind Jabba and go... <laughs> get him, Bubba. Doing all the work. <laughs> get him. Get him. You chainsaw him. I'll hold I'm him still forward. for you. I'm looking forward to seeing this in action. When the game comes, yeah, so right. Much fun, can't wait. Well, <laughs> that's what we're looking forward to in the future. But let's talk a little bit about the past to start off the podcast because last week we teased that we were going to be speaking about a long considered dead asymmetrical horror game, a little game called Home Sweet Home Survive. And I'm proud to say all four of us just played about an hour's worth, and we were pleasantly surprised by what we found. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I could see myself playing it regularly moving forward. Like, I had that much fun. So. Yeah. For anyone that hasn't been keeping up with Home Sweet Home Survive, uh, they have had quite a few new killers. Sorry, wardens is what they're yes, called. wardens. And uh, new survivors called visitors in the game. In fact, there was, there's a new one called The Hag that just came out and a new survivor named Jesse that just came out. And... Uh, so we, there are quite a lot of new characters in the game. The game is still thriving, and they've made a lot of changes to it since we last played. I think since the majority of maybe asymmetrical horror game uh, gamers last played uh, a couple years ago that seemed to improve the experience over what I yeah. remember. Yeah, it felt really good. Yeah, the, the, the biggest well, the biggest surprise to me was just how, how good the queues were. Like, I mean, I know it's a weekend, but we were we were getting under a minute for for visitor cues and when i tested warden when we were getting started the warden cues were like five seconds like yeah people are people are still playing the game so it's true most of the people playing are in southeast asia and so ping times were pretty brutal i think we our pings were something like over 200 mine think, was in the 300 yeah. yeah so but but it was still playable yeah, like, like there it was felt some, okay still well, yeah. also, I don't think that that wasn't for every game either. That was, I think there was a few games that were like that, but I think for the majority of the games we played today were NA ping. 
I'm mm. not mistaken. I think oh, we, okay. I think we had yeah. like two, maybe two or three of the games were. Mm. Yeah, just just really to clarify, if you have played the original horror game Home Sweet Home, this is based on that. It's got oh the, yeah the killer with the box cutter in it, and you hear her kind of like make that noise over and over when she chases you which is really cool so yeah it's basically it's based on the original horror game but they've made an asymmetrical game out of it which i i had a lot of fun playing it when it first came out but then the survivor or sorry what was the what are they called again uh visitors and wardens the visitor yes the visitor meta very quickly they realized that if you all take wooden swords and they beat the shit out of you as the warden they can just win like that they can like infinitely stun lock you and also there was a lot of like infinites and things like that so it was kind yeah. of a it was a problem i don't think it was very fun to play as warden once people realized how to play the game correctly you could just kind of like continually run the warden's ragged sort of mm-hmm. thing but they seem to have changed quite a lot in regards to balance i've noticed that for instance the kind of warp points that visitors can use to go through like a vent to appear somewhere else they now have a, a cooldown period, so you can't just abuse them to constantly not get caught by the warden. They've also made it so that items in general feel... It's not like items are, like, rare, but it seems like you get certain items a lot more. And, for instance, healing was really rare when we played. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw, yeah. like, the entire time we played, I saw two heals. I got one. Yeah. Yeah. Which did actually, so like, definitely... save me the game, but... And I never, I never saw mm-hmm. a sword. Like, I never got a sword. I got a few swords. Really. I, I got quite I, a few swords. I remember back when I was playing when the game first launched, like when I would play Visitor, you would literally just have like hallways that were just like sword, energy drink, yes. sword, yes. heal, yeah, yeah, sword. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just they'd be like, go to the hall, and you'd run in, and just pick up whatever you needed, do it, and move. And, and it feels <laughs> like they've they've definitely balanced the game more around like starving out items and weapons. So like good items and good weapons are like premium now instead mm. of just everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some some of the items that I remember from the item hoarding days uh, back at the beginning are no longer in the game. Like I didn't find the one that uh, the string that you could put in the doorways that stuns I found the one. killer when they walk. I found one. Yeah, I got they, one. The first game, around. the first game we played, I found one and I set it up near where we were working. Oh, on the, okay. Yeah, on the they, well, I guess really they still have them, though. but they're, yeah. yeah, they're much more rare. Because I remember playing Killer in that game when it first released, and like you would go against four a four visitor squad. And they would just like have a runner that you would chase, and then the other ones would just set up stuns. Like you yeah. walk through a doorway, get stunned. Take a couple steps, get stunned by somebody with a sword. Take another couple steps, get stunned by someone popping out of a locker. It was just constant, constant getting stunned, and that's kind of why I stopped. Yeah, it was playing very punishing to play Warden when it was first kind of around. Yeah, I'm disappointed. Yeah. I'm disappointed that I didn't get a chance to this week, and I will play this week and report back next week. Uh, like I want to try Warden out again because. I played Warden at launch, and like you guys said, it was just did not feel good. I might, I might even give yeah. it more of a play in the week. Yeah. Honestly, I quite enjoyed playing it today. I mean, we'll talk about yeah. the pros and cons of like where the game's well, at because, like, I think there's yeah. some stuff that we can learn that could maybe go into some other asymmetrical games, like Dead by Daylight. Um, it's What's Dead by Daylight? Still. Is that, what's, what's this? Dead by Daylight? Is this, is this young, uh... up and coming? Asymmetrical horror game. You'd love it, Doug. Oh, I should, I should try it. it. Yeah, yeah. I've never Another one to look forward to. I think you'd be like a duck to water. <laughs> so, so no holds up his Dead by Daylight T-shirt to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say John isn't good to you out there. Sure everybody, everybody listening on Spotify. Joke. I'm thinking about you. That's right. It's not just about the people on YouTube. No offense, people on YouTube. We love you. Don't don't leave. 
Yeah. <laughs> You've already you just, lo- you just lost a thousand subscribers. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you say? John's all about Spotify now. <laughs> oh, Traitor. Spotify. Spotify crumbs on YouTube. I knew he hated his YouTube subscribers, and this just confirms it. Stay <laughs> yeah. on Reddit. He goes out of his way to interpret things for the Spotify people. What's that about? Um. Yeah. So Home Sweet Home Survive. Actually, we had a decent time with it. I'm yeah. surprised. And That's- like you, like Doug said earlier, a big positive. Instant queue times. Yeah, that was really I mean, nice. Refreshing. Actually, I think oh. I think it's because there was no matchmaking taking place. It was not trying to to mm. pair us up with anyone of like equal skill. It was just like, yeah, literally anyone. Yeah, we got some. We, we clearly got some new killers and also some experienced killers. I was chaos. surprised. Yeah, we had. I mean, I think Gary Gary escaped one time. Actually, did, yeah. he did. Yeah. Winner. And, <laughs> and the last match that we had, we all but got all three of the rituals done which you know, so it's equivalent it's equivalent to getting all five generators done dead by daylight you have three rituals you have to go through which they've yeah. improved because you used to have to get a, an, an incense item and a nail item separately to start mm. a ritual but now you just get a uh you know general yeah ritual item and then you can just start the ritual so it's like they made the game a little less tedious as well as balanced it better well, they just streamlined yeah. it. So, like, from a player perspective, it's much easier to understand that I, I find this box, I find this special ritual item, I find the ritual. Yeah. It's just a much cleaner system to pick up the game and start playing, which is what you want. And now, mm-hmm. I'll be I feel... honest, I think that, I think, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Doug. Yeah, He's very you, are, you are the, you are the <laughs> guest, feel... after all. Guest privilege. When I... When I was younger, I wanted games to be more complex a lot, or I had lots of stupid ideas that I thought were really clever. But as I've gotten older and I've seen what actually works, simplicity is like really key, I think, to things. Like if it's just a simple system that people can pick up what's happening very quickly, more often than not, that really does help your game out. And I think having to get two items to start the ritual was just a little, like you said, it's kind of clunky, kind of confusing. Yeah. Kind of com- cumbersome, if, if, right? Yeah. If, yeah. I can be, if I can be a little nerdy for just a second it's like it's good user experience the the simpler a game is for a player to understand and know what they're doing and know where they're going the happier they are just simple game design make the user experience good does anyone know about this technical mumbo jumbo (laughs) (laughs) user experience yeah i fell asleep can somebody get me caught up or is that like experience points or what are you even talking about (laughs) i'm not a user i'm a gamer Okay, <laughs> where's the gamer experience? User is Gary Pro drugs. <laughs> <laughs> what I think the that? only thing that the, just the, just just the thing that that felt like it was limiting to me, and I think that would be very quick and easy to pick up on, is just like the map design. Like we, the maps seem good, but we just didn't know the maps, right? We only played, yeah, or the because yeah. we all we all played when the game originally launched, so we knew the we knew the school. Uh, but otherwise, like, we didn't really play on any maps that we knew, so it's like we had no idea really where to go or how to like waste time when we were in chase. It was I just... think so, some of the maps definitely had some strengths to them, though. Like I think we were on the nightclub level. I don't know what it's called, yeah. but like that, that was super super cool. cool. That was yeah, cool, super and it, cool map, and it was yeah. really easy to navigate. I think because it had lots of like clear landmarks and there was lots of doors and it was quite yes. open. But then some of the I think the school level was quite complex because there was lots of chairs and desks just piled in various Dead doorways, ends. and it was just like. Mm. You, you turn a. I don't know if it's like it's not procedural, is it? I don't think they ever did no, procedural maps. I don't think that, so. Yeah, so like it's just it felt like everything looked the same, and you would just turn and be like, "Oh no, this is a dead end. I'm in trouble." 
Uh, yeah. For uh, for people who are Dead by Daylight fans, um, imagine if that uh, menu that came out with the trickster with the nightclub uh, background stuff. Imagine if they made that into like. a map. And that's kind of what it was like. They've got that in Home Sweet Home Survive. Yeah, that was cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I, I enjoyed the maps. I just didn't know where I was half the time. So when I was in yeah. chase, I, I found myself running into dead ends quite a lot. They're not really knowing an optimal way to, to buy time. I will say the, but, yeah. the map variety was pretty good too. Like yeah. we saw a bunch of different maps. Did I think we, we only had any repeats? repeats. I think we only had the the school we got twice. I oh yeah, cool. it was the only repeat. Which I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it a different and variant got, of it though? I don't. I feel like it wasn't the same. It seemed the same, but it was so big. It's and we're yeah. not fam, we're not familiar with them. That's uh, true. Yeah, it yeah. might have yeah, been yeah. different. I don't know. But we got to play against the new Hag Killer. Um, which is very similar to the Dead by Daylight hag. Um, got a very similar yeah. Mori animation, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was interesting. Also looks a lot like the Dead by Daylight hag. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just tall. Just taller. Basically just yeah. the, the hag, the taller. Hair. Very, very similar running <laughs> animation, too. She kinda. had a, a, yeah, she had a bit of an almost like kind of 80s hair metal vibe with that hair or something. <laughs> yeah. She seemed a little bit more glam, I would say, than the hag in DBD, but very similar character archetype. Um, I don't. I couldn't really work out what her special ability was. She I was just going to say that. Too. I have, I I have no idea say. what she can do. I, I just... believe it's something to do with cursing the rituals. That oh. okay? She did that a couple of times. Yeah. 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 Like when she once she would generate, she would do something. Yes, yeah, there would be like it would, it would kind of like static out of existence a little bit. I think I I don't know what it did specifically, but I have a feeling it was making it degrade quickly. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that because sometimes she would come up on us while we were doing a ritual. And we would run. And instead of taking chase immediately, she would stop and she would do something to the ritual. Mm. It looked like she was attacking it. And I hadn't seen the other wardens do that. So Yeah. 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 Well, I'll try to I'll try to investigate Warden a little bit more this week and be able to report back next week. So one, Oh yeah, no, I'll one, probably pay more survivor. Oh, more visitor. One <laughs> one thing, uh speaking of the visitors, i I found myself very impressed by some of the visitors, like the brand new visitor, Jesse. She can put down a speaker on the ground because she's like a musician. She's a club DJ or something. Um, she can put down a speaker and it's like it, it. First of all, it's got like a cool like blue purple aura around it and it starts playing like this music and if the killer walks through it, they get slowed. And so you can use it. I didn't really I would didn't really get a chance to use it very well, but I imagine that you could use it in places like behind a wall to where it would like overlap with a hallway Wait, it saved know. me a couple of times when you dropped yeah, it on, I, yeah like it let me get away yeah. i was gonna protest yeah. you saying you didn't use it well because there was a time when i was was spectating you after i was dead in 30 seconds and you had <laughs> dropped it down next to one of the tables and you had like made the killer you spun the killer like two or three times on the slowdown yeah so yeah i thought it was pretty cool in fact, i think i think for those watching on video we might actually have some footage of that oh for real maybe yeah yeah, oh, I, yeah. I did record our entire what? session so. mm. Ooh. yeah that's Lucky a YouTube devils. exclusive. Esports. See YouTube See, audience. We, John's not just about, about the Spotify you. audience. Yeah, he's thinking about C you. Careful, the audio only—they're getting mad. <laughs> Gary just, just pointed at the camera. When he said that. <laughs> um, yeah, but the the survivors have really cool. Or sorry, the visitors have very cool abilities like that. Mm. One of the visitors, uh, she's not new, but I think her name's Ping. She has a cat that follows her around the map, which was really interesting because I was like. That'd be really neat to have in another asymmetrical game where you have like a little pet or a little familiar. 
and I the could cat see VHS could like store an like item. Yeah, v- I think it would work best in VHS compared to like DVD, yeah. for example. Yeah. But yeah, it was like really cool. It's just like as soon as I saw her description, I was like, "You get you get a cat that follows you around? Sign me up!" And it's like yeah, a little zombie cat, of course. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that just overall aesthetically, the game is great. Like I love the 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 kind of dark horror aesthetic. I really thought they they updated the ad, the engine quite a bit. It looks like because I don't know about you guys, but my game looked real clean, real optimized. Yeah, yeah, I thought it looked very pretty. No. I don't remember it looking that nice. So I, I remember it being kind of yeah. I remember being kind of jank before when we were playing it. Like it was. It looks like they did some work with the engine. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know nerd stuff like engine stuff. More of a Gary topic, but <laughs> yeah. to like me, but to me, game game look prettier. <laughs> you know? Game look pretty. Yeah, I, I was looking up some of the other characters that we didn't get time to play. There, one of the characters is a medical student that has a perk called "Let's Fight Ghost," which means that when he's not holding any items, you can just punch the specter or the warden. <laughs> Oh, I should, I should um, buy that one. That I want to. I want to main that character. Yeah, yeah I want to like buy that one. Called, that sounds yeah. like my yeah. thing. <laughs> it's called Alf, and he's actually a licensed character from a Thai series called Let's Fight Ghost. The first wow. licensed character in uh-huh. Home Sweet Home Survive. Yeah. So. Oh. I'm googling this. I'm gonna um, save this for he, later. He's very good at just <laughs> beating the wardens up or punching the shit out of them. There's okay. one other thing that I really, I really liked in Home Sweet Home, which was the perks themselves were cool. But I really liked they had point values to them. So the yes. perks had, yeah. you know, registered strength, and a, and different characters could have a different number of skill points, basically, and you could assign the perks based on how many skill points they cost, which I yeah. I thought right. was cool. Like, so in in Home Sweet Home Survive, um, it's different than um, say Dead by Daylight, where all the survivors are basically the same. Each character has three different stats that vary by the character. So they have mm. HP, so some characters are tankier than others. They have expertise, so some characters can do the objectives faster than others. And then they have cost, which is something that they didn't have uh, back when we played in the beginning, but they've added to it now. And cost can be anywhere from like five points to six points, I think. I think it only varies by one from what I saw. But each perk takes like between one and three points. So how many perks you can equip depends on the cost stat of the character you're playing. Which is kind of a neat way to do it. So you can't just be like, oh yeah, I'm just going to equip the three strongest perks. Done. Yeah, it stops like a really strong static meta to an extent. Like if you want to take what is essentially balanced landing, whatever superhero landing. Superhero landing is yeah, what like, the perks you take that yeah. one. That's not, it's not li- balanced landing. It's definitely different. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But like, it, limits, it limits what else you can take. So you don't take, you know... The head-on equivalent or the overcome equivalent. I quite yeah. like that. It makes it easier for the game developers as well if there's a perk that's like, okay, this perk is just, it's the meta, everybody's using it, so it's like, they could increase the cost of it slightly, so it's like, yeah, you can use this, we don't have to make it weak anymore, but we can make it so it's more restrictive if you yeah, choose but- to use this really strong perk, and it makes it easier for the developers, I guess, to balance things as opposed to being like, Oh, we have to gut this perk because it's too strong, yeah. and everybody just like if they had right. dead hard in the game, they wouldn't have to gut it. They could just go, old dead hard. I mean, um, they could just mm-hmm. go. Could, it costs five. It could, it's the only right. perk you take if you want to take yeah. that. Yeah. Or conversely, perks that are like maybe not as impactful, you can make them really cheap. So it's like, oh, there's a reason to be like, you know what? I'll add this to the layout because I've already mm. used up most of my points. And of course, the characters have different costs, as you said, John, as well. So. Some characters that have weaker powers might be able to equip a lot of perks, whereas the ones that have really like game-winning powers, they don't really have as many perk slots. 
or as much points to spend. So I think it's quite a clever idea actually to make it so that they can balance things easier without having to just like change how everything works mm. all the time. Which yeah. can be a bit of a problem with Dead by Daylight where it kind of swings sometimes. Like this recent update has made some perks that were the meta be like borderline useless. And I think Iron they well. just overcompensated. Right? Yeah, like, <laughs> Iron well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Save for the Dead by Daylight segment. Oh, yeah. But uh, no, I thought that was pretty clever. And I, I like how I am quite a fan personally. I think one of my biggest criticisms of Dead by Daylight on a fundamental level, which this game has, is like I always quite like when the survivors have like different powers or stats, personally. Mm -hmm. And I know there's a little bit of that in DBD, but. I just think it's a little bit more fun where you're like learning a new character and how they play and I think it adds this kind of like fresh thing where after you play a survivor for a while you're like okay I'm gonna try and play this survivor and see what their abilities is is like while I'm being like oh it's kind of just a skin really right so, yeah it's pretty cool like I played as like a maid who had the ability to dance when she heals people to turn it into like an AoE which was it was very it was very gamer her design is very like cute mm. made in like a maid cafe in japan kind of vibe uh, uh -huh. um, but you know what it was good fun i kind of liked it so yeah see i'm, I'm I didn't with even you notice, on to be honest i'm with you on the idea of, of <laughs> i would never i'm with you on the idea of visitors being unique and having a power but my only concern with that is that that turns like a character meta into a thing like people are always going to play the ones that have the strongest powers and then you're going to end up having most of the visitors be like ignored so they have to make sure that those powers are very like maybe subtle in power so that it's kind of a six yeah. and one half dozen of the other instead mm. of Just choosing make... you know i've, I've heard it's the ugly the... dudes have the best perks ugly dudes have the best perks and the cute female characters have the worst perks there you go you'll get your balance there's That's the okay. Yeah. Yeah. i guess okay okay so i was tired of That's the cute female characters I'm just saying, like, not everybody needs to be Fung and Nia every single game. Says the guy who played the maid every game while we played today, though. Yeah, because like, she was you're acting. You see? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're acting that's above it, but you're doing the same thing. Me and Doug are just Tim Mains. Tim's for life. We yeah, even got Tim, Tim Dailies. We got yeah. Tim Dailies. It was destined. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do think that games like Dead by Daylight, you know, could you, maybe not well, like exclusive perks to the survivors, but some sort of flavor would be nice. Some mm. sort of like exclusive flavor. It could be something be, really small. I know. Like I know maybe a bonus a animation when they do something. I was going to say, we're moving into a DVD direction, but could it be like if it's their perk, it's more effective on them? Mm. Like imagine Meg additional... gets a little bit more out of adrenaline than anyone else gets out of adrenaline, or Sprint Burst, for example. You guys heard it here first. Gary wants to buff adrenaline. You hear that, Killer Mains? I'm just saying that you know that's that's Typical the way to survive. That's the fix Typical. for Iron Will. Let is it Jake? It's Jake's, isn't it? Iron Will. Yeah, yes. Jake. Yeah, just let him have hundred percent. Yeah, let, let everybody have hundred percent. For the love of God. Yeah, but at least, at least at least when you play against Jake, you'll have like an idea of what they might have. The problem with yeah. DVD is every survivor has the same shit, and you know you the only one you could really predict back in the past was Laurie having DS, but yeah. Yeah, who takes DS now? Exactly. It would maybe be a bit of a problem for certain characters like Elodie having deception. If you know that she's got deception every time, then you're much more able to play against it. But part of the strength, I guess, of DBD is like, although a certain survivor is more likely to have a perk equipped because of blood point concerns, I could have deception on any character. So mm. 
it makes it easier for me to play with the killer's mind a little bit rather than being like, oh, there's Elodie, she's got deception, so I know to look out for it kind of thing. But um, if you go against Elodie, you're probably more likely to assume they had a deception anyway. Yeah, yeah, that is true, yeah. that is yeah. true. But I could have deception on, like, Leon, and yeah. the killer might have a minute. Where oh, yeah, I'm not saying they shouldn't have those perks, just, like, it might be fun mm. to do it. was a, a reason little bit stronger a on the original character, yeah, like their yeah. signature perk or something. That would be cool. I like flavor. I, I'm definitely a big fan of, like, different ways yeah. to have flavor. And, you know, like, cosmetics are a big part of that. And I mm. think DBD has realized that more and more. But Oh, their cosmetic game's getting real good, I think. Oh, I, I just... It's, it's the charms. I just don't really care enough about charms. I don't care I don't about the charms. I they're visually I should... impactful enough. I like... Are we, so we're I don't moving into DBD's territory now, but I don't, I don't mind the charms. I quite like some of them. I don't like, hate them. I just... I struggle to care that much about them i like the cute ones like there's a little bumblebee one now that i quite like and the little rainbow bird i just first of all the the problem with charms for me is that there's like two thousand of them there's so many there's no way to sort them they're sorted by rarity but it's like who remembers the rarity of what charm you know what i mean yeah i just i don't it, I, I find it overwhelming they released so many at one time back when they were introduced i just don't equip this any is, this of them. Is, this is where we no. they should add like favorite lists. Which I think you've spoken about in the past, John, not on the podcast, but in the past, like having yeah favorites, system favorite perks be, and stuff that like, like are shown at the front. It would take two seconds for them to implement. So, <laughs> um, into the fog. I, so uh, yeah, I think a favorite system would be good, or a search bar of any kind for not only charms but perks. But yeah, we're, yeah, we're getting they've, really they've been to they've been told. Uh, trust me on that. They've been told. Oh, They're man. looking at it. They're looking into it. Doug has um, stern letters. I saw I saw a really <laughs> funny tweet. I saw a really funny tweet this weekend that said, "No place on earth is more depressing than the last page of the charms tab." And it showed like the just the garbage, like the, like, the gray <laughs> oh, charms garbage. at the very end. Like oh, it's, it's so funny. The, it made me laugh. The, out like loud. the bronze coins page. you could hang yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no place on or whatever it is. <laughs> it's more depressing yeah. than the last page of the charms tab. Like I that was really funny yeah a, a major bugbear of mine i'm like just i really wish that they would consider adding more emotes to dvd i think that would be easy yes. money for behavior i really do yeah yeah sell them sell the emotes that's it i i, I, I will pay for bim bam boom in dvd i know I, yeah I, I, can, I can i can already hear the argument against it though which is like they're already teabagging at me meh it's like in fortnite when you get killed by someone and they do bim bam boom over you it's funny. Like it takes the yeah, seriousness out of the situation. You know, rather I, I than... feel like I feel like this is a situation like, you know, if you if you go somewhere like where there's a warm climate and you're from a cold climate, you're like, oh, it's so hot. But the people that have lived there forever are like, this is just the way life is. And I think that's how Fortnite is like since the beginning. Fortnite's had all the emotes. And so mm. people are just like desensitized to it. Nobody feels anything anymore. But for a long time, DVDs only had teabagging or possibly like locker or pallet spam. So people are just more sensitive. You know, like they're really, they're really sensitive in DVD That's for true. some reason. Yeah. Like, but I think yeah. we need to do some exposure therapy I'm, here. Oh, I'm down. And you know me. Like, I, I, yeah. there's no one that's more into if, BM than I am. So, yeah. If people are upset already, <laughs> if people are already upset by crouching, or as Doug referred to it, teabagging, because he's mm -hmm. like, cut out the middleman here. It's just, it's the teabag button for Doug. Yep. Yes, absolutely. If yeah. people are already upset by that, why not just add the emotes then? Yeah, it's right. All, people are already upset. Get so yeah. let me press a button in the game that says eat shit killer. I want <laughs> I want the most obnoxious emotes possible in DVD. I want to see if I'm at the exit gate as Survivor, 
I want to shake my ass at the killer. That's oh, what I that, want that, to do. That is, okay. That, okay, that is one negative about it, is if you, you know when survivors don't just leave and you're playing yeah. killer? Yeah. They'll never leave if they can. They'll never simple, leave. Simple 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 fix. Fix. If you can shake your ass simple fix. at simple the poor Rafe. <laughs> if, they, if they emote at the exit gate, it automatically puts up Blood Warden for like 10 seconds. Like it just blocks okay. the door. <laughs> oh, no, I'd like funny. that. Because then, then, it, then it's like, you know, when you're playing prop hunt or something or prop night and you do like a sound effect to be like, oh, I'm over here, like a little taunt. You're playing with mm -hmm. fire. Like if the killer's yeah. close enough to you, are you taking <laughs> the piss by doing taunts? Yeah. Think about all of those tedious Reddit posts about the survivors should have just left and then the killer manages to catch one of them and then they don't get to leave. But think about yeah. that, but the survivors are emoting obnoxiously. And then the killer manages yeah. to catch them. Exactly. Should have just left, survivors. Should have just oh, left. Over and I wanna, over. I want to watch that YouTube compilation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, imagine. <laughs> the Reddit killer means I'll be loving it. Imagine you're playing Deathslinger or something and then somebody at the exit gate's shaking their ass at you they they they're like all right time to leave they take one step but then you got them you reel them in this is ingenious marketing towards killer mains this, <laughs> good with this, that this, feel. this is what you gotta do this is what you gotta do gary and i have learned yeah <laughs> to blend in and then you can hook the person who was shaking their ass and then you as the killer can shake your ass when yeah. they're on the hook yeah yeah, yeah. you can grind up and down the survivor no the way these survivor side of devs will never give emotes to the killers <laughs> never. They'll never give. No, they don't give killers anything. They'll, they'll get. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's the thing. The shake ass killer. Uh, shake ass emotes gotta be on the killer. That would be awesome. Imagine, imagine pyramid head with the shake ass emote. Let's go. It's a bit right, like come like, on. Okay, printing money, money here. Printing money. I'm sorry to bring exactly. up Prop Knight again. Like yeah. it's up quick, but I know how. Ow. But they survivors could fart in that, and that was amazing. Like that was the bonk and fart game for me. I would. Bonk killer with my prop, and then I run around, run away farting. Hilarious. And then they added farting to the killers. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was like, I didn't no. like my medicine. My medicine sucked. When I went down, they could just <laughs> yeah. fart on me. Like, I hate this. <laughs> but I deserve it. <laughs> that, was, that was funny when they had to add farting to the killers because then it became like, well, if you, if you fart, then you're a survivor. Like as it gets like the imposter, so the imposter yeah, can never. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you can't fart. You're the imposter then. <laughs> but like, like the that's imposter funny. cares because they're like swinging at them immediately anyway. As soon as they see someone, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, fart oh, check. Oh. I think it was just because to call it. I'm, I I imagine killers were getting pissed off they couldn't fart. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about again? What was the emotes? Uh... Emotes. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Um, is there anything, because we're starting to talk about DVD an awful lot, is there anything else we wanted to say about Home Sweet Home Survive? Uh, it has the a UI battle sucks. pass now. It has a battle pass. <laughs> the UI oh, it has is... a battle pass, yeah. Yeah, the UI is questionable. Um, overall, the game feels pretty balanced to me. Like, I think that we were we were pretty new, and by the last game we played, like, we were getting to the point that we were able to be competitive, so yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, we're going to um, go eSports now. It's... Yeah, to it. we're all we're all quitting DVD. It's going to be esports HSHS from now on. <laughs> no, but the queue times are great. Like I don't see any reason why the game won't continue to thrive as long as, like you said, the Southeast Asia has got a huge player pop. Um, seems like there's a decent amount of people still playing in NA. It's in early access, so they've still got time to tighten things up and clean things up. I don't know. I would give it. I would rate it a solid C plus B minus in terms of like mm. all the ASIMs. So that's where I would put it. Uh, I kind of agree with that. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't put so it in low S? Last year. No. Yeah, Gary's low S. It's not Wesker. 
I've been taking the piss out of you two <laughs> since that day on, on my stream. Deserved. Deserved. What have you been saying? <laughs> I was just like pointing out, you know, high A, low S. You guys are so mm. dramatic about it. Yeah. Well, Gary's I'm not sure which take Doug was more disgusted by. Wesker and low S from Gary or Pyramid High A from me. <laughs> which take was more Come controversial? I'll never tell. Survivor I'll never man. tell. I can't rip this team apart. I'll never tell. No. Wait, what's controversial about Pyramid Head being high A? I don't know. Doug I don't, just should, I don't, I don't know where most people put it again. I thought it was a pretty I mean, common opinion. I mean, if we're going to put I, Pyramid Head in high A, to me it just makes sense to put Wesker in low S. So. God oh, damn it, Gary. Okay. <laughs> okay, Hopefully I'll survive. Hopefully I'll survive. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we had... We gotta muscle through this. No, we. Uh, I think we had, we all had a generally positive experience, and I think yeah. Uh, C plus there B was, minus is a perfectly fair There was fair one score. moment that I really didn't like where I got rezzed right next mm -hmm. to the killer, and they just went after me again. Yeah, yes. the, and I, like I, I died, then I died immediately again. Basically, and it sucked. Yeah, it bad teammates. Nice bad teammates are in every game, so. It would be nice to have like an anti-tunneling measure of some kind. I mean, you do well, get a shield. You are, you are, you are like revive. shield and protected for a little bit, but like I wish I was just faster to get away. I think speed would have been better because like they chose to go. Oh, they went. Ah, eh, yeah. that person's not dead when I kill them. I'll go for the person that got res. And I was like, well, you know, actually, we didn't mention this, but there was a big change to the game that I don't think we even discussed while we were playing. They removed stamina entirely from the game. Oh, they did, yeah. Because there used to be the red bar for health and then the blue bar for stamina below and you could only sprint for like a certain amount of time, but you went really fast. And now they just have a general hold shift to sprint, but you're not that much faster than the killer. And that's yeah. probably like the biggest change to the game actually now that I'm thinking. Yeah, I didn't it's just, I, just, I, just less is more. Less things to I, for, I forgot the stamina was even a thing originally. You saying it there just triggered the memory that there actually used to be a stamina bar in the game. That's crazy. Yeah, and when you first that. used it to sprint, you went really fast like mm. it was like sprint burst every it's kind time. of like um what the energy drinks are in the game now it was like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah it was like, like that be, but every time you started running <laughs> yeah yeah i think conversely though although they've taken out stamina which was beneficial for the visitors they seem to have added a lot more kind of cooldowns to certain like looping areas that would be very powerful i noticed there's like lots mm. of places now mm. where you have to wait until you can use it again so i think it's it's it works balance-wise because you can't just abuse like one ledge over and over with infinite stamina anymore. Where it's mm. like you not once you use it, you have to think about where else to go, and that probably means that the warden is more likely to catch up to you because you run out of like the better options. So it's like they've made a couple of changes to the game to make it so that taking out stamina isn't just a horrible idea where people just constantly like run into an elevator over and over, and the killer just can't catch up. Right. So. I thought that was really cool, actually, and I, I like how I could use it once, yeah, and then I was like, okay, now I have to think about where else to go and use another yeah. part of the map. Although I will say another thing I didn't really like, killers just, or wardens, sorry, they just go to, the people that, ones that know what they're doing, go to a location on the map where all the breakable walls are, and they just start breaking them. Hmm. Like, early mm -hmm. game. It's like, it's like they get to, it's like, I suppose the breakable doors in DVD to an extent, but like... It's more like they destroy vaults. Right. They permanently right. remove vaults yeah. immediately, which seems a little unfair. Right, yeah. Because there's no vaults in Home Sweet Home. Mm. It's basically but I just, just I just like, noticed that they were just yeah. destroying like an entire area. I was like, 
now this area is like a dead zone. Right. Yeah, in DVD it's a little different because sometimes you don't want to break the wall. It mm. kind of depends on where it is and what it gets you as killer. But it seems like there's no reason not to break them in Home Sweet Home Survive. It's like if you see one, you might as well just break it because otherwise a survivor's gonna, you know, duck under the duck into the hole at some yeah. point and you're gonna lose them. Yeah. That's that's like another little slight design issue, but yeah. Hopefully they'll be continue nice if, to improve it. So yeah, maybe a bit more thought required rather than just like just go there at the start and break it all down mm. for later. Like it right. comes into play somehow, and then you can break it down so that yeah. it's like an option. Like survivors yeah. to use it have to kick the hole in or something, and then that weakens yeah. it so the killers can smash it. So yeah, I, I was just, I was um, gonna say right. the same thing. Maybe make it make it like you can't break the wall until somebody actually uses the hole. Mm. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. These are great ideas. It's too bad they'll never use any of them. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they listen to the podcast. When they find yeah. out that we're covering when they find out they're covering the game, I mean we're gonna blow up. So we are Just the number the one in. asymmetrical horror podcast, so why would Agreed. they not listen to us? That's yeah. true. We're covering their game. But kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. It's fine chill. Already. Season two <laughs> has been a high the highest rated season yet. I mean we are we are a pretty big deal. John and I, yeah. Gary. That's true. Yeah. You too, Sino. You're a big deal. True. Oh, I was gonna say this is probably the beginning of the end for you guys now. <laughs> be like, oh, they've they've reduced themselves to getting wacky co-hosts on at random for the novelty. <laughs> That's the end of the Spine Chill podcast. I liked it when it was just the three lads. <laughs> I like the old Spine Chill. Yeah, I like the old season changed. one. Season one, they really peaked in season one. <laughs> yeah, Everything season one was the that. best one. What happened between season one and season two? They became different people. They <laughs> don't even give me start on season three. <laughs> like season well, eight of Game of Thrones. Ugh. Maybe in future you should get people as when there's like a kind of guest on to say their favorite survivor, their favorite original survivor and their favorite killer so that people can just judge them immediately. Right. Yeah. Or judge them too though. Yeah. That, well, so, that's what they want. We, they this... want to hear you guys rip this guest to shreds, essentially. Nurse! <laughs> you like nurse? <laughs> get off her! Get off our show! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Their face count John. just disappears. <laughs> John points off screen. Get off of our show! <laughs> so, Senna, what are your favorite uh, original Survivor and Killer in Dead by Daylight? I think my favorite original Survivor is Felix. I can feel Doug's menacing aura for saying that. I think my my favorite Killer is Pyramid Head. It looks very sad. And my favorite Killer is probably Pyramid Head because yeah. I feel very clever and skilled if I use him correctly, but he's not super easy. It takes some getting used to and some prediction ability as well. But when you do get good with Permit Head, you feel like a gigabrain genius. I hear he's quite high. Who, who would you say is your favorite original killer? Like DBD original killer, not licensed. Okay, that's a good point. I really like Plague. Mm. Um, I think she's a interesting... Aesthetically, I love the idea of a tall, beautiful woman who's disgusting, which is what they've gone for with her. I think that's really fun and interesting. And she also, it's it's kind of like getting a ball rolling with Plague. It can be difficult, but when you do get everyone infected, you feel like very overwhelmingly powerful. But it, it takes some setup, some strategy to do that. And with the recent changes to her to make her a little, mm. a little bit more usable, I really enjoy playing her now, I would say. You know, Ots puts uh, Plague in high A up there with Pyramid. He oh, he, so yeah. he is very He's powerful. always been... 
I I'm love a big Plague. fan of Plague. I love Plague. One of my favorite yeah. killers to go against, one of my favorite killers to play. I wouldn't echo I enjoy playing against Plague, but I do like no, playing Plague. Yeah. yeah. I don't like I enjoy Plague. Plague. I, think, I, I know I'm in a minority of people there. A lot of people don't like Plague. I, well, it's mostly playing in solo queue versus Plague that I don't like, because everyone yes. has a different standard. It, it's almost infuriating about when to cleanse and when not to cleanse. And I find that I'm never on the same page with my teammates. Mm. I, I usually end up shouting going, why aren't they cleansing? You're dead hook. Cleanse. Right. Yeah. I had one game against Plague once where I didn't, I didn't get sick. I decided to play it where I was like, I'm not going to get sick once. I'm going to avoid the plague. I'm not going to touch anything disgusting. I'm not going to unhook anyone who's sick. A mercy. And I, and I escaped and they all died. And they're like, why didn't you help? I was like, like I was trying not to get sick. That was my little challenge to myself. Yeah, Gary, Gary escaped that game with like seven thousand blood points. No, I got like, no, I'm a winner. I won. I'm I a won. Winner. I escaped. They yeah, were seven thousand with stole. the escape points. Yeah, exactly. He, yeah, seven thousand with the. Gary he opened a couple of chests. So got him some points. Hilarious anecdote about how he let his team down. No, no, no. Selfish. Yeah, they let themselves down. Wait, wait, wait. I, I won my chases. I got into three, like two or three chases of that plague and didn't get sick. Just because I outlooped them and they couldn't, it's they all low MMR gameplay. Right I was gonna say, so it was a here. bad plague. Then, oh, is what I, you're telling yeah, us because they, they uh, weren't. They, they weren't. They, this was. This was a. Oh, they weren't. I think this, yeah, they weren't a very good plague. Like <laughs> I didn't get sick. Oh, no, you don't sick. have. You don't have to tell us if you had three chases and never got sick that it was a bad plague. Okay, because <laughs> we know. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, the people that were arguing with me in the end game all upset. They all died. <laughs> anyway, mm. that's scary. You did a great job. Very thank good. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Not so hard, is it? Dog? Gary, Gary thinks about annoying <laughs> for our, people for our Spotify listeners. Like for our Spotify listeners, John has a very sarcastic look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Doug. Thank you. He I doesn't forgot about them at that moment. I'll never forget um, about you, Spotify. <laughs> I I actually um, just to echo what Sina was saying about Pyramid Head. I've been playing a lot more Pyramid Head lately. I don't know why I slept on him for so long. I think it just didn't click like for a long time. I would play Pyramid Head and I'd be like, oh, his power is too slow. I just mm. and eh, I just didn't like him. And then recently, I think it was it was back when I had point redemptions on my stream for like, choose my killer. Some like people kept choosing Pyramid Head and I was like, oh, you guys, I'm so bad with him. And then I don't know why, just something clicked finally. And I've been really enjoying him lately to play. But he's always been my favorite to play against. He's yeah, the, I, the I mind love playing with his M2. So fun. I think I need to give him another chance because last time I played him, he had like a bug with his M2 where it was like a little jittery and didn't quite work like as it should. Yeah. I think it was like it just it felt really clunky. And that was the last time I played and was like, I hate him. I'm not playing him anymore. Like, I love playing against Pyramid Head, but I was like, I'm not dead with this. So something yeah. I've noticed about playing as Pyramid Head, and this is hilarious to me, it doesn't matter what MMR too, but people will avoid his m2 power on the ground like they will literally take a hit yes. and go down to not get to not get affected because i had a i had a daily to get like four cages and it took me like two and a half hours to get survivors to just run into the stuff on the ground so that i could cage them like they will literally yeah. like you, you have a perfectly they'll be at the killer shack to a dead zone they'll run to the dead zone to not get infected exactly it's insane, yeah. it's insane to me it's anything with the infection I have a similar experience with with clown. A lot of times, um, not against good survivors, but against average survivors. Anywhere I throw the bottle, they veer away from. 
Like, if they're heading towards a tile, I throw a bottle over there, they're like, Oh, I don't want to get caught in the gas, and they'll veer away into nothing, and I'm like, Well, it's a free hit, bud. <laughs> like, yeah. just take yeah, the gas! Good. It's like that with yeah, current hits. It's like, just walk over the, the gash in the ground, please. Like, yeah, I'm just trying bad. to get a daily done, guys. Like, could you just run into it, please? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's a lot of current hit strategy is kind of like Death Slinger as well, where it's like, it's the threat of you using the ranged attack gets you results more than actually using it in a lot of oh, situations. Yeah. Mm, like, right. With Death Slinger, where you pull up the gun and then you, like, put it back down again and the survivors already, like, run off into, like, a dead tile because they're trying too hard to dodge you. And it's like, well, I can just aim one, you know? Like... Yeah, I didn't have yeah. to shoot the gun. Well, and it used to be way it, it used to be way better when you could do it instant when they had the fast up and down. And then they had, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm they so had glad they changed him. It. I'm one of the people that's on Me like too. since since they nerfed Deathslinger, I have so much more fun playing him. I think he's a great mm. killer now. I think he's one, I think he's one of the best designed killers. Mm. Since they nerfed him a little bit, I think he's fantastic. Yeah, I, do. I was a bit sad about the change, but it, from a survivor perspective, I think it felt a lot fairer because. Mm. There, yeah, having some sort of wind up so that you can try and dodge, I think, feels a lot better than just like, oh, suddenly I've been hooked, kind of thing. And like the way yeah, Deathslingers right. can use the sound effect to like make you make those mistakes, it's much more interesting than just the immediate shot. Yes, right. There's counterplay. Well, that's the it gives that's you counterplay. You yeah, is what I was gonna say. Yeah, I I do like that you can counterplay Deathslinger now more easily, or more clearly, I guess. Mm. Is is more what I mean, but uh, I don't really see much Deathslinger anymore. It's kind of like after that nerf, everyone just dropped him. Sort of the same with Spirit. It's like after mm. they gave Spirit some counterplay, all of a sudden I rarely ever see Spirit, even though she's so strong still. She's I see so Deathslingers strong. occasionally. I think yeah, I do too, but not, ne have... not nearly as much as before. I think there was immediate uh, immediately like a bit of a backlash with everyone going, "I'm not playing him anymore. He's weak. They've made him yeah. F tier. He's so weak. I've so ruined him." But I see there's... more. I see more Deathslingers on average than Spirits. Oh yeah, me so, too. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is weird because like she's she's low S like Wesker. Hmm, okay. Um, <laughs> how, we also how many killers have, do like... you have in S tier, Gary? It sounds yeah, like there's at least five. They're all just so there. lovely. Four. All the killers are so lovely, and they're all S tier to me. You have four. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. Well, you have four killers in S tier. Yeah. So Nurse, Blight. Huntress and Wesker? Huntress? Spirit. Oh, I thought you said Huntress Spirit for a second. No, it's Huntress. Yeah. I don't know why I thought you said Huntress. That's why I was like, what? Okay. Spirit is, makes sense. Like, too. once I asked Gary, I think, Gary, you were on a particularly, like, I'm frustrated with DVD moment, and I asked We've you what there. killers you don't like playing against, and you, <laughs> you mentioned, like, half of the cast. <laughs> no, no. There's, 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 like, a good solid quarter of them where I'm like... Oh, they just need they need to be more fun for the other side as well. Like mm. name name names. I want to hear some. Bird names. lady. She ruins every loop she touches. Uh, Pinhead artist. ruins every game he's in. Especially mm. <laughs> um, five slowdown Pinhead. Worst thing in the world. Worst thing in the world. You heard the first nurse. Nurse is just a broken mess. I hate nurse. She's like beyond S tier, as we said last week. S like plus S plus yeah. plus. Gary's yeah. like famine. Nah, going against a high MMR nurse. Oh, that's the you real haven't known suffering till you've been slugged yeah. by a nurse at five gens. That's the Starstruck worst thing again? in the world. <laughs> I think you need to just get over it a little bit. <laughs> I'm afraid. 
Deal with it. Sorry, Sino's going to get upset because Sino likes Pinhead. Oh, you're always talking about Pinhead whenever I whenever I'm I not, walk I'm in the not, room, I'm like, not there's Pinhead the, again. I'm not the member of his fan club. <laughs> I, I also, don't think he's that I bad also, to play I also really like Pinhead, and I also don't know why everybody whines so much about playing against him. It's not that Thank bad. Thank you, Doug. His power Doug's is my favorite. Ex if anyone, extremely, for those watching, extremely weak in chase. Sino, uh, Doug is being sarcastic right now. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, don't don't make up lies to my all my Spotify fans. No, I think that Pinhead's power is very weak in chase. His passive slowdown is not hard to manage as long as somebody on the team is going for boxes. Um, I don't know. I just don't understand why everybody gets so. I think that people are bad and they play bad against him, and then they're like, "Oh, this is impossible." But if you I, play well against I, him, I think, he's, he's. I think he slows the game down dramatically, and in solo queue, he's miserable to go against. Yeah, again, only in solo queue. Yeah, but solo queue's the majority. Yeah, of my I've, I've my counter argument to that is, I think with plague, there is less of a consensus about when you should cleanse and how you should cleanse, like if you try and go for only out of the way fountains. Whereas with Pinhead, it's very obvious that the best time to do the box is when he picks someone up. And I think right. that has helped against him in solo queue. Whereas with plague in solo queue, it can be miserable because if you're half your team wants to just cleanse immediately and half your team only wants to cleanse on like death hook or when the game's almost over, then it makes her a lot stronger. And I think with Pinhead, I, it just became more obvious when to I, do it. I disagree. Um, just because Pinhead, the problem is you've got four random people who aren't communicating on gens or in chase, not going for the box because the objective is important. And if every, it's like, you know, when you go to unhook someone and you, everyone's there, like, no one's doing gens. We're doing nothing right. now. Like, it's like that with the box. I've gone to it and seen like everyone running for it. It's like, oh, this is, Great. I've never seen anyone, so many people going for it, but it's like now we're not doing anything, or vice versa. No yeah, one goes to the if box. If I was low MMR, then I would have that oh, problem wow. as well. True. I, yeah. No, I know I, I'm not low MMR, so I can, I can talk about the killers I go against. I know names now. I'm very comfortable with my MMR. <laughs> killers like what? Bird Lady? No, like, you know, the best players in the, in the, in, in the, in world. the whole world you were about to say I've, there? Well, I've gone against the best pig. I've gone against the best blight. That's true. When have you gone against those guys, Sino? Just saying. Ah. Uh, I've played against Lilith Omen. I got crushed. <laughs> Big surprise. <laughs> oh, I escaped. But you. I went against Lilith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary escaped. <laughs> oh my god. How many escaped times? How many times did you escape? I was I've escaped against Lilith like two or three times. I think I've died a two lot or as well, though. Two or three hatches, then, huh? Good job. I had yeah. a two-gen chase against him the other day. Oh my god. Gary's so happy. And that was all just the pallets to, on the map, right? Just a oh, just a backup Gary. Doug doesn't here, like but... to accept that there's any kind of counterplay to blight. <laughs> <laughs> We're just tearing ourselves apart, guys. Come on. I'm trying Which... to agree with you, Gary. While you're while you're busy telling everyone to shut up. Um <laughs> trying to back up Gary here a little bit on the pinhead thing because I think solo queue is it's so hard to manage the various things that people should know to do, like your random teammates. It's like, someone's on the hook, I'm on a gen, I'm not gonna go for the unhook, so I just have to hope my two teammates are. You have that, and that causes trouble just on its own with any killer, game after game after game. It's like, somebody will go to second stage, it's like, nobody went to get them? I, I can't go get them, I'm literally on the other side of the map, working on a gen that's almost finished, right? But then you add to that a box, like every couple minutes, and it's just chaos. I I think more times than I've ever seen 
um, the box get taken care of, I've seen the box completely neglected. So normally, I'm like, okay, I'm on box duty, right? But then a lot of times, I'll get caught in a chase on my way to the box or something, and then no one will get it because I've taught them over the course of the game that I'm the box guy, so they just ignore it. And then I'm having a chase against Pinhead with the box active, constantly getting slow down. It can get very frustrating very quickly. So that's why I mean, so, sounds like I a skill issue. But I, I will say, just, just don't so get caught. To, just don't get caught. To bring don't back get home, okay. To bring don't back home, sweet home. Um, one thing that would solve the pinhead problem and the plague problem and like all of these, a lot of these solo queue versus Swift problems, is a ping system like VHS and Home Sweet Home both. Have. Ooh, Carrie, bring mm. forth a solution. Cannot possibly agree more. As a killer, <laughs> yes. Right? I mean, we talked about this uh, in the season two premiere. Uh, we talked about <laughs> premiere, dude. I love it. <laughs> we talked about how there's already a ping system in DVD with the bead add-on for the map, and they could just let us do that without the bead. I mean, would anyone really miss the bead add-ons that they removed them from the game and just made them universal? I don't think so. I haven't maybe, seen one of those since like 2019. I feel like so. Right. They're they're planning to add that thing as well, where the UI will show you doing a certain action as well to your teammates, right? So you can see when oh, somebody's supposedly. working on a generator. Yeah, That's yeah. They, they, they teased they teased that idea, they, an action indicator and a ping and things like that were teased a while want, ago. So I wonder how that will work in practice, though, because I don't know where I like I don't follow that in VHS. Obviously, when that's in the bottom left, I rarely really look at where people are and what they're up right. to. I worry it's that probably, it'll be an overlooked thing. It's more of like, especially if you're well, on the gen, you, you've got time to look around. I mean, yeah. It, I, I, think, I think it'll be much more intuitive for us because we're so experienced with DVD compared to VHS. Because I, mm. I understand what you're saying. Like, in VHS, it tells you in the lower left the room that everyone's in, what objective they're working on at all times. But like, I, you, know, like you just said, I hardly ever look at it. But... That's because I don't know the maps yet. I'm like running yeah. around like a chick with my head cut off. I think that if that were to happen in DVD, nothing to me. <laughs> right, but if it were to, if we were to get those indicators in DVD, we w we have so much experience in the game, we'd be able to tell exactly what's happening with them. No, I agree Probably completely. Like I, you know, you know, I played a lot of VHS, and I absolutely pay attention to what people are oh, doing. Okay. And like, like when I'm about to finish a weapon, I like look and see where people are at. People are pinging there in chase. I'm like checking what room they're in, so I can like figure out where I want to rotate to to try and cut the monster off. Like those are things that if you had a couple hundred hours in the game, you probably would be paying more attention oh, to, but just because you're kind of, kind of newer. Speaking like I think VHS. Deathwire, Doug. Ooh. Are we, it's are we transitioning to VHS now? Are we? Sure. Doug I, is getting it very feels like a natural right point. Now. Cause I can talk, <laughs> I can talk about VHS. Oh man. Yeah. Doug's been so, biting his time for this moment. I saw this. Yeah, it's the whole the whole build up was for my VHS talk. No, I just I just really really love VHS, and what I've been level, playing a ton of VHS. Doug, what level are you in Deathwire? My Deathwire is a level ninety five with the full director's cut unlocked. I have maxed oh out Deathwire in wow. three three streams. It took me to max out Deathwire. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. I played him for like forty hours, man. Doug was... is beaming with happiness. Right now. <laughs> I was I. This is my this is my joy. My joy comes from progression and completion of goals. And when I sat down and started playing Deathwire, I was like, I want to get this guy maxed out as fast as possible. I think it took me like thirty nine hours to do it. Mm -hmm. And I did that over over three streams. I played a lot of Deathwire. You so. you didn't play World of Warcraft back in the two thousands, did you? I did. Um, absolutely. I was, I was I know life World of Warcraft through Burning Crusade, and then um, I came. I played all the way. I raided all the way through Wrath of the Lich King. 
And then I I was gonna say an MMO like that would be dangerous for a personality like yours, Doug. I I, I will tell you guys, I am no longer married, but my first marriage scare was literally directly linked to World of Warcraft. Like oh, it came no in, way. it came. I I was I had a problem. It came down to like it's me or the game, and I had to think about it. So oh, you know, man. <laughs> it's one of those wow. sort of situations, oh, you know. So World that's of what, Warcraft widows. That's I'm, what I'm grown says up to me now, about though. Orcs Must Die. Yeah. Every time I'm playing with Gary, she's like, that game again? Oh no. We have no choice. I feel like the closest the closest you got, John, was League of Legends, I think. Oh, probably, yeah. I think Kimmy was like, you need to stop fucking playing that stupid game. Well, here's just a storm. <laughs> like, like, again? Oh. Nah. I don't know. Here's a storm doesn't go on for that long, though. Kind of a casual game. More of a casual game, easier to pick up and put down, I think, than League of Legends. That's true. Yeah. I, I got on a league kick recently, but I think I'm cured now. The new VHS oh, chapter. Planning... You had a little 48 hour bug. Now it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was planning to talk to you about that, Doug, but another time I'll okay. pick your brains about your league stuff. But yeah, so you've, what do you think about Deathwire's powers and stuff? Because I don't, I know of Deathwire, but I don't know how it works. Yeah, I can basically. tell you everything. So basically Deathwire is probably the best 1v1 in vhs like he's really strong 1v1 but he's absolutely the weakest 1v4 you're powerless against a team of four armed teens like you're just you just lose like you can't do anything so it really hinges on the experience of the team he's a low he's the lowest tier monster in the game like is kind of the unanimous consensus between like people that are veterans of the game but he's still so fun to play and his power feels so rewarding and again 1v1 you can really you can you can beat up even experienced players you can really beat up on them but um yeah he's got i don't know if you know that we went over the powers and just briefly like his q just gives him a faster like it's a movement um like mode he can just drift fa he's it's called drift mode he can move quicker like 20 percent faster than normal uh his e is like a shock that you can use to disable their ability to do anything with 2.7 seconds and then his scan just kind of scans an area and gives you an idea of whether people are there you can really do some trickery with it where you like line and scan up ag across like three or four tables and you can know where people are at so mm, yeah okay. well, i was when yeah. i was watching you play it i was like so like kind of impressed by how you, you you'd go to a specific position do your scan you're really good at predicting where people are going to be for your lightning shot dogs yeah. are very good death wire very good i feel like i don't do bad yeah he's I my favorite my favorite that. vhs streamer Oh my goodness. I'm going to blush. I'm going to have a beard to cover up all this. And I've got to say, that cosmetic skin. you unlocked for like doing all of the tape thing. Yeah. Or when you got, get, got yeah. people dodging your cue. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. People, people were literally coming to the stream and dodging me because I had the director's cut <laughs> like four days after he came out. They're like, nope, no thank you. Oh. Hard pass. I'm going to make a prediction. Doug is going to be the second dual fog whisperer slash rewinder after, <sighs> I think Granny probably is. The first mm. that I can think of. No, I think Lily, like, Lily Pie is Lily also. Pie is one of them. Oh, Lily Pie. She's also a fog whisperer in her one. The third. <laughs> it's going down here. The the 20th. The third. Um, the third. Jewel <laughs> Fog Whisperer slash Rewinder. You heard it here first, folks. Um, so why is he story. weak against 1v4? Just because his 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 uh, the shock the E is like his yeah. primary way to stop him. Because he has no way to defend himself. Like he doesn't have you know Wart's got the armor. Werewolf's got the howl. Right. Um, he has no way to defend himself outside of the shock, and the shock radius is so small. Even with two charges, you literally can't hit all four if they space properly. Like you're yeah, always gonna, well. you're always gonna have one guy 
that has a weapon that's ready to like defend and sl- either slow you or like set you up. So yeah, you, I mean, basically I've had some really good, like two and three man shocks before that got me hits and that feels amazing. But when you have experienced teens that are communicating and they, they know spacing really well, like there's just going to be no way that you can defend yourself against three or four armed teens. They're going to spread out and you're always going to have to deal with one guy with a ranged weapon and you just die. And so, right. You kind of, to beat a good team at death you really have to have a really strong early game and like have them consistently having to like play from behind and not just be able to like set up. If you give them time to set up, it's over and you just lose. It shocks someone and then somebody runs out behind a wall that didn't get yeah. shocked and blows you up kind of thing. Exactly. Like issue. before yeah. you, because you get, you get a slowdown on the shock, right? Before you even catch that guy, somebody else is able to come up the stairs and whack you and slow you down. So. Mm. That's maybe Again. something that they'll have to think about in the future for VHS because I think a lot of the killers, they had like a kind of AOE defense, right? Warp mm. has the armor, Werewolf has the ability to do the really loud show, and then Dollmaster, you know, Dollmaster's kind of like a different beast, but it's like, yeah, it's like warping a... around and things like that, you know? Yeah, they just teleport so, away. Um, they can teleport away like right in the middle of a fight and just teleport to one of the other dolls. So everybody has a defense mechanism, but mm. Deathwire. But I honestly feel like the game is balanced well enough to like, you can still win. I mean, I still, I, I still win the majority of my games with Deathwire. Like, even though I'm sort mm-hmm. of a newer monster player and stuff, it's like it's not bad. You know, it doesn't yeah. feel. If we want to talk about DVD more, it doesn't. The difference between like playing the Nurse or the Blight and the Spirit, and then playing like Myers Clown and Trapper. Yeah. You know, you feel this huge gulf in like mm. effectiveness, right? Yeah. But with VHS, I feel like Deathwire. The difference between playing like Deathwire and Wart doesn't really feel that extreme. Like there's not that much room between them. That's good. No. Yeah. 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 I, I I will say like VHS is so well balanced. Like the the core loop of it's really good. Like I'm always impressed by it every time I see it. I'm like that's it's just well the maps done. Too. for a full the V1. Are, they've done a very good job. The maps are so good. Like you know, and, and I know that you guys. I'm the only one that plays like primarily killer here. But like you, when you zone into a map in DBD as killer. It's literally never like, oh, thank God it's this map. It's always, thank God it wasn't. Thank God it's yes. not that map. Or at right. least it's not that map. Like, it's not Garden of Joy. Just, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just feels like there's so many problematic maps for playing Killer. Mm-hmm. Um, and whereas in VHS, like the, the worst map is still better than the best map in DVD, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Right. So that's, that makes sense. It's a huge benefit. They, they obviously, I think that the, the people that design the maps in VHS it feels like to me play a lot of VHS and can kind of foresee problems with maps and avoid it out of the gate. Cause the brand new map of Eviscerator, fantastic. I would I think, I think, I think that's part of the, with VHS, I got the impression that it's looking to try and be balanced. Mm. DVD. I think they have esports dreams in VHS yeah. and I don't think DVD has that at all. I think DVD is like the casual party I think, game I, version. I think so. DVD has a split objective i think there's i think there's a half the team that wanted to make to be like esports and half that are like nah it's casual not worried about it i would agree with that yeah yeah but yeah vhs vhs huge (laughs) thumbs up i I literally got up this morning just got back from a trip out of state and i woke up and i was on vhs within 30 minutes of waking up and i was playing i was dming these guys i was dming these guys like i'll be like 10 minutes late i'm in a match i'll be right there yeah Yeah. wrapping up another 4k before joining I was playing teen this morning. The teen cues. uh, That's another thing that we could talk about on VHS. So um, then when they dropped the monster, 
you know, the teen queues shot through the, it was like super fast. Like you, everybody was playing the new monsters. So teen queues mm-hmm. were just rapid fire. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember being really excited about it. Cause it's a good thing for the health of the game for people to be able to play the teen side. Um, and I was wondering at what point is the other shoe going to drop and people will now be just back on teen and the queues will be bad. My queues this morning. That's, that's a really I think that's lightning. That's and, and I, and I was, I did not, I got one death wire. I got a death wire, hmm. I got two warts, and I got two doll masters. And so hmm. it's not like the people that were playing death wire are, are, are coming back to t- I think they're starting to play other monsters. Like they, with the patch that came out, they released a new monster, the new map. They also did some wholesale monster changes. They added the plague system as like a baseline system now. So instead of just bringing a plague prize item, you actually just get one for getting eight hits in the game, which is almost like a little mini game. It kind of incentivizes you to hit and run, which is the way that the game is designed. And hmm. so between that, the ability to like punch the machine so it makes it harder for for, yeah can you sorry can you explain what the plague thing means sure so a plague prize is like a dvd equivalent of an offering you bring an item into the game and they each have like different powers one of them causes people to bleed out faster on the ground one of them causes your cooldowns to come back faster um one of them causes the the tables to be jammed so it takes them longer to make weapons they're just these different basically like baseline killer buff buffs the killer in the game for a short time it used to be you had to unlock a prize box to get one of those and bring it as an in-game offering. Now, mm. if you get eight hits, you get one automatically. You just get one to use. And okay. it's this RNG, which one you get. And there have been like countless times where I'll have three people on the ground and I'll get my hit and then I get agony so I can slow down there or make them bleed out faster. And it's like, mm-hmm. feels feels really good. That's one um, of my um, my problems at the moment with Dead by Daylight is that I think killer was underpowered until the most recent update i think it was a little bit too fast to do the gens but i think one thing that we're beginning to feel more and more is there isn't enough incentive to like go after different survivors it feels Mm. like uh, there's a lot of tunneling at the moment in particular in the game and more camping because it isn't really disincentivized with the the what's it called the emblem system before if you camp someone, the that one emblem for killer would go down, right? Where it like punishes you for staying too near the hook when somebody's on the hook. So you're supposed to keep going after different people. But now that the MMR system is completely different and killer is just stronger in general, I feel like we're seeing more and more killers just like aggressively tunnel and camp. And it's not necessarily that they're bad people for doing it, but I don't think it's the most fun experience. So I think if they could gently push killers to get more rewards for going after multiple survivors one after the other incentivize it rather than like you know beat them up for it Mm. if they could like try and find a way to make that give you more dividends like the kind of system you're describing in vhs here i think it would make the health of the game better because yeah right it's just not super fun and it's a really good idea positively rewarding like the behavior you want that's that's well, a really yes. good idea actually I like vhs that. vhs has another system that's been in since the beginning where you see you have an enrage bar and as you get hits mm-hmm. from unique teens it goes up and when it maxes out you get like an instant down but you if you down somebody it resets mm-hmm. so you actually like you get more powerful by spreading out and hitting multiple teens and then you build up your rage bar and then mm. once you've got that built up after they reset you just one shot somebody it's, pretty awesome. it's definitely yeah. a good idea because like sometimes when i play nemesis and i hit someone with my tentacle i'm like well they can go now because if i yeah. hit if i hit them with my tentacle again i don't get stage two so i'll just go find someone else 
Right. Yeah, like, and absolutely. they get the little and, speed burst too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that, that actually feels like a really good, I mean, I do the same thing. I'll, I'll break a chase specifically because I just want to get to tier two on my mm. nemesis yes. tentacle. Right. Yeah. yeah. And if they had some sort of like baseline game, I mean, obviously I'm not a game developer and I'm not, that's not my strength, but if they had some sort of way to incentivize spreading out pressure and chasing multiple people, that would be a really good thing. I think. Hmm. Rather than con- like constant forum posts being like, if you camp and tunnel, you're a bad person, and then the response of it's in the game, so I'm going to do it anyway. And it's yeah, like yeah. people yeah, just go around like, in circles with the same which, which is a legit right. strat. You know, it's funny that this conversation's yeah, been happening since 2016 too. It's like never going to change. <laughs> yeah. Like it's the right. same conversation since the beginning. So. Yeah, yeah. I do think uh, uh, the uh, the onus is on dbd to figure out a solution to yeah. that and to their credit they've been trying with this baseline bt stuff but it's the type of thing where things like that have been the game for so long and if some like i mean they were arguably the second chance perks were much stronger before before the dead hard nerf before the ds nerf but if somebody wanted to tell me out of the game they were going to tell you out of the game there is even oh, if you yeah, had yeah. teammates come in and body block for you, even if you have twenty seconds of haste I took and off the record for a while. What a waste of time that was. <laughs> yeah, I do. It is. It does annoy me that you basically, if you're playing solo queue, you have to bring off the record, or else you're gonna have a bad time. I used to, but, but then I it, realized that if they want me dead, they want me dead. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's yeah. like I, I think they do need to add some sort of motivation for killers to spread out damage, because the 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 argument always is like, well, they're injured, why would I not go for them, right? Like, just thinking yeah. you know, in terms of you know what that, makes you know me that, win. What's that rubbish perk that, like, when you hook everybody once, it blocks all the gens? Oh, that's Grim what Embrace. I heard, or yeah, that's what I was stuff, thinking of. Yeah, stuff like that would be cool. It would be yes. cool not tied to a perk, though, I think. Oh, no, no, it shouldn't be a perk. It shouldn't be a perk. It should just be something that killers should aim to, because no one brings Grim Embrace. You could just delete that mm. perk and just... Uh, somebody like, well, who would who would bring that when Dead Man Switch or Deadlock or a thing? Who would bring bring exactly. it, uh, Grim Embrace? Like waste of time. Some someone brought Grim Embrace uh, against oh, shit. our team Directed. in solo queue. Like the other, <laughs> well, I mean, it, it happened once, you know, like, yeah. but it was shocking when it happened because yeah. I was like, what caused this gen to be blocked? Why? And I was like really confused, and I was like, he's hacking, he's hooked. hacking, chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not he's Dead hacking. Man Switch. It's not Deadlock. Was cropped yeah. intervention lagging out, and it's only just kicked yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, it was very odd, but yeah, it's very, very rarely used. That perk, I think, it would be useful to have some sort of game rules change, like to have the killer get an innate um, advantage, like what Doug's talking about with VHS for mm. spreading damage out. Yeah, that would help. Yeah, I think Sinner's right that it definitely like should be a positive thing. Well, and then there was a there was a, there was an issue in VHS with that initially because like spreading out damage was great, right? You got benefit, you got you got a benefit from it, but then they could just infinitely restore their health with chompy bars, and so they would like you would hit somebody like 10, 15, 20 times in a match, and they would still right. be fine. So they implemented a system now where after you take, I think it's eight hits. Eight. I think it's eight. Is yeah. the max? I oh, no, six. Six gets you six. in the busted state. Six, yeah. So you oh, get in the busted state, state yeah. and you can no longer be healed uh, and you can no longer replenish health unless they use a staff, like one of the items that's in the game. So mm, right. it's like a complex process to get you restored out of busted. So, which I thought was another great change because I had games legitimately before the change where I would have like 35 hits and a loss. Like I just slap yeah. the shit out of them and I'm still losing. This feels bad. <laughs> and so yeah. 
you know, right. now the, the busted system, I, I played multiple games as monster where everybody was busted at the end when I won. And I played a game today where three out of the four of us were busted and we won. So it was like, yeah, and it was exciting. It's like pressure. You're like, oh my God, if we go down. I thought it's also good to like, it's stop. It lessens the ceiling of how much time a match can take as well. Oh yeah. Because like some VHS matches, especially in Stonemaster, like you're trapped in it for ages. Whereas like that means yeah. there's, there's going to be an end point. There's a point where yep. you will not be able to continue, which I yeah. like. Right. I, think, do you, do you I think... think one of the challenges with adding something to DVD is that it has to be an advantage that's greater than making the game into a 3v1 because that yes, is such right. a big advantage for killer the the game dynamic completely changes you know if you just tell someone out and it's like well 3v1 at five gens they're fucked right right yeah, like, yeah, yeah. unless yeah. they're very I do like coordinated when team there's like if you tunnel someone out some perks lose their like fanatophobia you're never going to get your full stacks out of that anymore because you've got someone out of the game i kind of like the idea of more things like that like maybe every time I tell you yeah. how you balance that. Maybe every time someone's eliminated from the game, gens go a little bit faster. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard a really good suggestion. Go ahead. You want to talk about this, John? You got excited. No, no, <laughs> Spotify. You, you should have seen the look on his face. It's Christmas morning look. Hold on, let's go. John looks very excited right now. No, it's no. I just wanted to point out that's one of the very few things that Prop Night did right. Was it had a system like that where if if oh, it, it did, felt like it? yes, yeah, where if it felt like the survivors were falling too far behind too early it would increase their gen speed yeah i, I just want yeah. to say we've brought up prop night three times between us now we should play that this week and talk about it next week that's what we should do it's a sign <laughs> maybe we should re that, let's revisit it, it. <laughs> yeah, we, we should actually we should we should play prop night because um they they've changed that game drastically since i think <laughs> most people have played it Sinos, yeah. they've the changed update. that game they've has, made it shit has it had the graphical, <laughs> has had the graphical really update bad. It has yeah. had the graphical update, so everything is just like darker um, and a little more scary. And also, they took away a lot of the powers. They made it when I first retried it, so that if you got put on the hypno chair once, you died. You immediately died. They've now changed that, I think, to you have to be put on the hypno chair twice to die. But yes, the Discord was very. It was like in flames. Oh my yes. god! I want to play like, again. What have playing, you done? We have to. Why this... would you do that? Next week we're playing that at some point. It looks like well the reborn hasn't launched yet. They said they were oh. in the home stretch on September second, but they're not quite we'll there. Yeah, we'll play then. it soon. We'll hold off then. I really want to play the full. Also, well, no, we should play it beforehand so we can see what it looks like and yeah. remember the old version. And then oh, when down, it yeah. comes the next week, we can like be like, no, I'm down. Test it Whoa. out. And we'll play <laughs> the new one of the new killers is called Katana Girl, though. So. Katana sheep. So girl. we have Sheep Man, Sheep Man, and Katana Girl. I like, I like oh Sheep Man. So when I first started playing <laughs> Simplicity the Reborn, and it was, you know, still very much open access, early beta kind of thing, they only had two killers. It had gone down to Granny and the Nun. Um, oh, they took killers so out of the game? Adding them. They took Granny's killers out of the too. game? Yes, yeah, they took killers out of the game. And they took one power away from all of the killers as well, so they only had one thing that they could do. Oh my god. So yeah, it was. It, it was seems to me it's it's, weird. it's like panic, isn't it? They're like, we need to make people come back to this game. Let's just do shit and hope it works. Uh, yeah, I heard right. they they made it they made it so like if you got caught, you just died. Like you didn't ever get a chair yeah. at first, and then they brought it. Then they brought it up to one chair, kind of like the home sweet home. You can die once, and then you're. Uh, they're right. just just clawing and scraping at anything they can uh, do to a, keep their game yeah. alive. I'd love to see what their original game design document looked like if it had one. <laughs> If it had it was one, probably yeah. written in like 
pencil. Crayon. Hurriedly scrawled out, yeah. <laughs> okay, Crayon shit, we're going to do something with this game. Well, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, wasn't the team that made Prob9 like they were a sub team of like another game? Like they just it was like a mod so. they made for like a game they were working on, and then they were like, "Oh, this could actually be neat. We'll just launch it." That sounds right. Did, I yeah. think I remember. I I forget the details, but I remember reading something yeah, like that. Yeah, they were like they were working on like an MMO or some shit. Like they had like, and they were just like yeah. a small team from that. Like created a mod based off of the engine or something. I don't know. It's a lot of nerd stuff. Gary might know more. This is the nerd stuff, so I can look into yeah. it. But, um, Talk about the yeah. user experience. Is that what you said, yeah. Gary? <laughs> Do you know how I'd have fixed Prop Night? Because I think survival was fine. I think it was fine. It was fun to bonk and fart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just make it two killers. Two, two killers. killers. Yeah, just give the killer a friend. So you weren't just a bullied victim honestly, of farting and bonking. Hurts, this hurts me to say, but like I agree with Gary. I kind of agree. They yeah, yeah. yeah. They'd have done it trying to protest, but yeah. If they nerfed down the individual killers and made it a two v four, I feel like yeah. that would have. And they could have kept all the yeah. prop because like you got two yeah. people to search and stuff. Like yeah. that's would have saved it. And if would've you can killer ping, you can killer ping. You guys can gang up on guys when you find them. Yeah, and then you know, and it would have. Flocked people to come playing it, especially on stream. No, that's just like green. You're true. right. Yeah. Because the only it will be the only asim that's currently out, not Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that would allow you to play Killer yeah. with a friend. Besides Identity Five, but yeah, yeah, that what, game. What? I, yeah, why yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, well, and we got exactly. Killer Killer Clowns you know, and TCM are both coming up with it. Yeah. So true. so Prop Night could have been like on the cutting edge yeah. of that. They could have been first. It could have been first uh, to market. You know, I just, Gary, say, I just saved shame. that game, but... It's a shame, Gary. What a lovely suggestion. But the Reborn update took out both bonking and farting. I know. Like, that would have been the bit in the design yeah. discussion. I've been like, no. That's the best bit of playing Survivor. That's, that's the, the bit, bit you want to keep. Is. Throw it's everything like, else away except <clears> that. Like, it's like what we've talked about before, I believe in season one, uh, regarding the spectrum of casual to competitive that you often see in asymmetrical horror games. Mm. Prop Night should have leaned in completely on the casual, especially since it was based on a G-Mod uh, mode, Prop Hunt. Yeah, That's basically what it was ripping off. They should have leaned completely in on that. I totally agree. Yeah. Well, that's my old, my old issue. You guys know I like to play Killer, and Killer in that game was... Fucking yeah. miserable. Horrible. It was just a miserable experience. Like, I never... I, I feel I, like after the first two weeks, I did not have a single minute of fun playing Killer and Prop. I remember so. getting bonked and farted on so many times, like, I just want to play Survivor, because that looks fun, which it yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was too. Doug, do you think VHS has a problem with Killer... Not necessarily balance, but, like, the fun of the experience of it? So, I don't... I don't personally dislike it but i do see that there's like a community like well and and the thing is like the community as a whole obviously before the last update was like 90 10 team to team to monsters so um right. the the devs are aware and they're doing things to improve the monster experience because yeah monster did feel a lot more binary than team like you were basically just waiting on your cooldowns to come back mm -hmm. checking around corners and then you just either got killed or you killed them uh, and they added more things, right. and now you can, you know, bust the machines. And they they did some reworks on, like, how the cooldowns work. You come out of Banish, now your cooldowns are all refreshed. So you don't have to wait on cooldowns. They changed a lot of the baseline stuff on Werewolf, so that she's not just a cooldown simulator. Um, Yeah, I would agree. I think that you talked about this. You've talked about it before, so now I'm like, to me, that, like, the monster experience didn't feel rewarding. 
you know, win or lose, it didn't feel rewarding. And I think they're aware of that and like taking active steps to improve that. Yeah. I think that was my biggest problem with the game is that I wanted killer to feel a little more or sorry, monster to feel a bit more fun to play. It Yeah. It felt either like I have the advantage because my cooldowns or I have the disadvantage and I have to just like, wait, it was, I wanted the game to be a bit more dynamic. I wanted the back and forth between like being shot at and trying to get towards the survivors to feel a little bit more about skill and less about like who's in the power state right now. Did I get a big roar off? Right. Now I'm in the power state and I just run at you or, you know, hide behind a pillar, wait for the cooldown. I think they could make it a little more dynamic. And I think that would maybe make the experience a bit more engaging and less kind of like, do do do, kind of in the hallways, just waiting for my cooldowns. And right. when you get your cooldowns, it's like just waiting to see if I can find a survivor. And then, oh, use cooldown quickly, go for it. And then, oh, it didn't work out, run away. Mm. So, I if they could improve that loop, I think I would enjoy Monster in VHS a lot more. I think Teen is just kind of fun if you have like a group. Yeah, it's, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's got that benefit of like out. it's just fun because you're with people. Yeah, yeah. Right. When, when was the last time you played Monster though? So now have you played since the last update? Uh, I haven't played since Deathwire came out. Yeah, I would recommend um, giving it a shot if you get some time, mm-hmm. just to try it out because they've already they've already kind of done some baseline changes to Monster in general, and then specifically Werewolf got basically a full rework with the way her powers work, so mm-hmm. with the cooldowns yeah. and stuff. Like when I've played Killer, I've I've, I've mostly played um, Wart. I've played a bit of Werewolf as well. Um, oh, and like, I I really like playing Killer in it. It's very high octane, but I can't do it much because it stresses me out quite a lot. It's like a, a stre- very stressful situation out, yeah. playing Killer. Like, that's the only thing that I I worry about it from a casual perspective. But like, obviously you said that queues have been fine now, so I think people giving it a go probably quite like. I think there is a market for that high octane, quite competitive kind of gameplay, especially as playing Killer, because it was very... My adrenaline was going every match I had. Like it got when it got close. Oh, it felt amazing. Yeah, right. um, it's like the good kind of stress for me. I I love it. I love the. It's an exhilarating experience. DVD has become for me. Obviously, I have a lot of hours, but it's just become like kind of repetitive in that. Like you know, I don't ever feel. St- I've I haven't felt stressed out as a killer in DVD in like I don't remember how long. I kind right, of but feel like I ever was... since the the killer update, you haven't enjoyed killer as much, Doug, or DVD as much. Well, the, the the big thing that's holding me back is queue times. Killer queue times are obscene right now. And so, okay. I don't know. I've seen some tweets just today. Um, apparently, Killer got blood point incentives today. Yes. They, so, they, apparently, I saw it, that, it, yeah. it, it touched 100%. It's, blood point it's, yeah, so it sounds what? like maybe we're seeing a shift again in the player base and maybe some of the I think the that's Western, very early to say some of the, I'd like, I'd I like to what I, time I, of the day that was I just am <laughs> so hopeful Gary I just want it so bad bro I want my killer cues back so I mean hopefully a lot of the Wesker one tricks are falling off now they're getting bored with the game and moving on mm, to something yeah. else I mean I just want to play killer again and I don't really have a lot of time for 10 minute cues while I'm streaming and then if VHS cues are so good and the game talk, is so fun I just wanted to we could talk about the data stats that that behavior released oh that is queue times and kill rates and basically the impact that 6.1.0 had that's a good that's know, a good plan you want to know what my problem is the stats gary is oh, that there's, they there's plenty the... of wrong with them there's plenty of wrong well with them. <laughs> but my problem from drawing any conclusions is that we don't know they just those are just stats across the whole player base 
Yes, right? yeah, yeah. That's, that's I would everybody. like to see which, a breakdown. Which tell, yeah, it tells us nothing. Uh, if they would, yeah. if they would break it down by by like even MMO. if they if they did che- like tiers, like well, at the, at the iridescent MMR, it's this, and the right. silver MMR, it's like because like, I, yeah. I remember there was that graph which had all the lines showing perk usage in mm. various MMRs, right? I think it showed like yeah. at the you know that high MMR, yes. You'd see no ed or whatever, or however it was. Those yeah. were very um, cool to look at. Yeah, I would I like to see. Well, should we go through the data and talk about well, that a little the bit? The only thing or? I'm, I'm gonna, they they went from it went from what fifty three percent kill rate to sixty one, right? Uh, yeah, fifty three percent was its original. Now it's gone up to sixty one percent. So I think it's yeah. fair to After say the it was a killer sided. But the thing is oh. that that's that applies to four players. And I saw another tweet that was like, yeah, so it went from two point seven kills or two point four kills a match to two point seven kills a match. Like that's it was like very small change. Mm. Fifty three and sixty one makes it seem like it was huge, but if you apply that over four players, it's like not even a, a full kill difference. It's like a point three kill difference. I think match. if it was a full kill difference, that would be insane. That would be though, ins- yeah, it would be <laughs> crazy. But even I mean, even so, it's it's really not that much more. Mm-hmm. It's really I, not that much more. I think it's I think it's interesting that there was an increase though, and that yeah. I know that you know. Eight percent compared to 0.3 is is a difference, but it is a it is a sizable increase. It didn't for, to me. It didn't go from like you know, uh, 2.4 to 2.45 or anything. It, it did yeah. jump a significant yeah, amount, and that's over like you said, that's over the entire player base, over all MMRs. So that's over a, like thousands and thousands and thousands of games. Yeah, um, I mean, forty thousand player concurrent. You can take it further so. and look at the data a little differently as well with Survivor, which. Uh, their previously their escape rate was forty seven percent, so you could say they escaped about half of their matches. Now dropped to thirty nine percent, so they're now escaping two out of every five matches. Like, yeah, but how many how many of those matches are they giving up on their first hook because they don't like the killer they're going against? Too. I know that's that's a whole other issue that's yeah. cropped up because that's I, I, I forget I, who it was who tweeted about it, but someone was talking about like hands. is that the yeah. byproduct of excellent queue times of Survivor? Because yeah. like you can just move on; so. it's not a problem. I because I I heard that point that like well survivor queue times are so small now that people are give, more likely to give up but I remember when survivor queue times were like horrible not too long ago mm. um and people were still giving up on hook that was back when there was no DC penalty yeah so t- to me I haven't noticed a difference in queue times to people giving up on hook yeah I'm the same I, I, I don't I don't really care how long the queue time is but. Yeah, because I remember when it was happening, I'd be like, why would you give up queue times for Survivor like five minutes? I can't remember exactly when this was, but it's, it's funny it's when killers give up, though. That's, that blows my mind every time. Like, you waited 10 minutes to DC. We did. Yeah, or when guys are still, or these guys that are still playing fucking Basement Bubba, it's like, man, you sat in a queue for 10 minutes to stare at one right. person in the basement, bro? More, like, are you, yeah. is everything okay at home, dude? Like, right, right, right. this is crazy to me. Like, yeah. Yeah. I just hope um, that today today's tweets are a symbol of a brighter future for my killer cues because that's my number one the number one thing that's that I'm I obviously very much enjoy the VHS experience but the queue times are just twenty four hours a day they're good so and you know I stream at night so I've got like similar queue like, times to Home Sweet Home Survive true and I'm, I might be putting that in my regular rotation if the queues are going to be good you know like it's yeah I do have to say though that our experience of streaming VHS. The survivor queues, the team queues were pretty long, I will yeah. say. Uh, and they, that, there's probably yeah. a number of factors, right, for that. But Yeah, I think it's starting to normalize now a little bit. They, ha- they have, when, when Deathwire first released, the team queues were like instant. 
and mm, that yeah. was really that was really nice because I played before Deathwire came out too, like just before the week before, and they were re- like ten minutes long or, or more. Mm. It was crazy. I remember trying to record some VHS footage. Was it? Was it you, Doug? I might be playing with you. Yeah. I was recording yeah. it, and I I had a queue. It was like twenty minutes. I'd been recording the match, but I had a twenty minute queue time. I was like, I could use this. This could prove a point in my video. <laughs> That's terrible. It is much better yeah, yeah. though. But they made they made the wise decision. They have a they have a teen ready right now also to be released. So they but yeah. they made the mm-hmm. wise decision to release the monster on its own to get the queue times rebalanced. And it works. I think that was a really clever um, idea, especially if you if yeah. like now you're seeing more people playing Wart and the Werewolf yeah. and Dolmaster. Like, have... That means they've won people over, which is that's fantastic. Yep, yeah. exactly. So it seems like it worked. That was really cool. I want to talk about Wart. Only thing I want to say is you mentioned Wart. So after playing like 40 hours of Deathwire, I started playing, I'm leveling up my Wart next. I got, I have Deathwire and Werewolf at 95 now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, this feels amazing. Like Wart's kit is so rewarding right. and fun. And, and I was just like, God, this is what it's like to play monster in this game. It was really, yeah. I don't know, it felt really good to play, yeah. a, mon- to play a really well-designed Wart's very fun to play. Like that's so the one I, fun. I played yeah. Werewolf, but like Wart's really fun. Yeah, and then the power the power difference going from Deathwire to Wart was like insane to me. Mm-hmm. It's like oh my god, I can actually deal with teams that have weapons early. <laughs> you know, it's like really nice. Right. Yeah, I did not have the same appreciation for my couple games as Wart when I played. I need to play more. Mm. Um, yeah, a lot of it is just like I think mean, we said we said about well, when we we're playing Home Sweet Home um, maps just. I played a lot of right. team to learn the maps, and then I played killer. So mm. I knew where I was going a little bit. Well, the the skill floor in VHS is really high too. Like being a beginner in VHS feels terrible because you have no idea what's going on and the power levels in the game. Like, I don't know. I just think that like your first it's it sounds crazy to say, but like your first hundred hours in VHS feels like you have no idea what's going on and like you have right. to figure it out. You know, it's not I, as not nearly as simple as as DVD. I don't think. Well, I was I was about to say I kind of. You know, in my first few VHS matches, I was kind of hearkening back to when I first started DVD. Because when I first started DVD, the Survivor, I spent a lot of time just like walking around the map, looking around, and being like, "I don't know where I am." Or you know, so my my friend would be like, "Help me on this gen." I'd be like, well, "Where are you? Where are the gens? I don't know where the you know." It kind of it kind of felt like it's that. By the to corn. Me. <laughs> yeah, there's corn everywhere. Oh, yeah. The totals, your totals <laughs> by the, the corn, corn, bro. I remember yeah, the that. corn call That's out. funny. The famous. I distinctly corn remember That's funny. a stream we did, John, where we were against the hag on the Stranger Things Hawkins Laboratory map. Oh, RIP. Mm. Hopefully, they'll bring it What map? I've never heard of it. That's crazy. Is that <laughs> <laughs> and I remember you got caught in a trap, and somebody was like, "You need to look down, bro." And then somebody else in your chat was like, "You need to look behind you when you're in a chase, bro." And you were like, "It's kind of difficult to look down in front of you and look behind you in a chase without bumping into objects on a map that you've never played, like yeah, before, right, or you've like barely played before." And yeah. your chat was like, "Kind of, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty kind of vibe for it." But I always remember that moment as a case of like, back then we'd be like, "That's that's impossible." Eyes <laughs> in the back of my head. That's crazy. Now it's See- like, yeah, you can just do it. See, why can look down and back at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> How am I supposed to do that? You don't know what it's like to be me. Grow to the center of the eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah. I've got no, into like some bad habits now. I, do, do I, don't even, I don't look behind me that much anymore. I just kind of, I'm more interested in finding the next loop I want to run around. I'm like, ah, 
I'll just dodge it. I, like, if I hear Death Stinger, I just dodge when I know the sound's gonna go. I'm like, I'd shoot now. I just dodge. Watching Same Huntress. I'm just, like, getting... When I spectate survivors on my team who were, like, immersed in the corner and I died early against, like, Deathslinger or Wesker or something, it stresses me out so bad watching them not look behind them. Because I'm like, you don't need to look behind you all the time, but, oh my god, you're playing against Wesker. Just look. At least you have a chance to dodge. Yeah, like, it's good to know how far away they are. Like, you have a little look to be like, okay, I can make it to that loop, or no, I can't, I need to try and do something clever. Hmm. Yeah. He doesn't well, I'm gonna take the, the hit and figure tell. out how far I can get, like... Like, if Wesker didn't do that giggle, a little chuckle, when he was readying <laughs> up his dash... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do a dash now! <laughs> <laughs> if he didn't do that, it would be way harder, I think, for people to dodge him, in general. Yeah, I, I yeah. use the sound effect, because, like... I'll, I'll occasionally look behind me with Wesker. Like, he's so he's gonna hit you. He's... At least you have a chance, though, if you look. I you just wish... Oh, no, no, like, I, I dodge him all the time, but it's like... It depends, it, depends, it, depends, it depends where I am. Like, if I'm... I just think if I've got an environment yeah. around me, I'm gonna use that, prioritize using that, rather than just staring at him and trying to... If I'm in the middle of a forest, like Sherwood Woods, yeah, I'll, I'll keep an eye on him. <laughs> Gary goes on two gen chases with Lilith Omen, so no. How dare you? True. Dare you yeah. criticize him. Flex, 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 flex. <laughs> yeah. Boom. I want Wesker um, to occasionally just go, Chris, as he does the dash. <laughs> that's, that's my only request I, behavior. I think he, I think he, if he Maury's Chris, he says, time to die, Chris. And he's the only one that he yes. talks to like that. I wish he I had more I was playing as Chris the other day, and I got hooked, and he said something about, uh, uh, Sucks to be you, old friend. And he never says that unless it's oh, Chris. Wow. You, you yes. boulder-punching asshole. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he does say that. I can't believe he says that. That's insane. <laughs> My favorite line from Resident Evil 8. I love that they have added voice. I will say that's one thing that DVD has done that I have not seen in any of their ASIM is have killers that talk during the course of the match. And I think it adds so much. Like... There was so much hype around Pinhead when he says, You opened the box. And it's just a cold. simple. Yeah, yeah. Pinhead has, you know, I have such sights to show you. And then mm -hmm. it's like ever since then, they've been going nuts with it. With uh, Wesker's voice lines are the best ones so far. The most voice lines, too, of any killer. I Do think you think they'll go back and add more voice lines to like the original? Like, I don't know if I want to hear Dwight. Like making little noises, but do you think they should? Like, if they're gonna keep adding characters that say, mm. I, think... "I mean, they did that with they did that with the unique terror radiuses, though." They went back in the chase music. So they went back and reworked them after a while. When they started doing them specifically for new releases, they've gone back and reworked. That's them. true. Like Billy, remember when Billy got his music? Yeah, and, I'm uh, still upset that Pig didn't get an update to theirs. Well, it's harder with license. I know, but they had too. they did that license deal, didn't they? And I was like, oh, they're gonna give Pig a new song because they did a. That would have been awesome. We got, we did we get, awesome did we get like a video. charm? Wasn't it just that we got a charm from it? And like the game was in high rotation, so everyone was fucking miserable. <laughs> I would I would love if they went back and read it Ash's voice lines because hearing him say, What now? is so disappointing. <laughs> it's just like, what is that voice line? Oh, what now? What now? He says he says groovy, and that's great. But then he also says, who's shitting in the tall grass? Which I'm like, where did that come from? He never, actually, ever says that. In an interview with Bruce Campbell, he was like, I only say groovy like once in the second movie. 
and right. that's it or like once or twice the the whole yeah. like ash williams says groovy thing is like a kind of weird mandela effect thing where he only says it once in like one movie but it's because like army of darkness yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it was army of darkness but i can see him saying it only once yeah. like per movie he says a lot in the tv show if i remember correctly like several yeah because by that point they were like yeah. all right just chuck it in it's like terminator <laughs> where they've got <laughs> like it's... i'll be back so now it's every time he's on screen he basically says it's like, oh, okay. oh my god did my day like terminator dlc Oh, that would be. So- <gasps> I mean, they, they, oh, imagine they the did. theme song like dum 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 dum. That would be so good. To have that. I mean, they they already they already work with the Terminator license with Death Garden, so there's no reason to think they couldn't do it again. Why haven't they done it? Maybe it's coming next. Death Garden. Can you play Death Garden? No. It's, no, it's, it's just like completely it's, it's gone it's gone not even peer-to-peer it's gone forever <laughs> i remember getting a, a twitch bounty board thing for death guard and i was like oh maybe i should try that but i was traveling at the time and then two days later they were like yeah we should we're shutting it down and i was like oh dear okay well yeah yeah very short lifespan because i wanted to try it because yeah. it was like pe- people said it was dvd with guns i had a feeling it would be dvd but more complicated and not as good i just that was the vibe I got, but I never got to play it, unfortunately. Did you guys hear that Evolve randomly has had like a renaissance? Yeah, yeah. Asim as well. I maybe we I should forgot about that game. At one point, I would quite like. To you know what's what's, you un- what's unfortunate is you can't. The only way you can play it is if you had it downloaded previously. You yeah. have to have You're already kidding. had it because you can't read. And I and I don't have it, so I can't. I don't have it either. I've never it's played like, it. It's like yeah, a PT kind of thing. You have to have it on your hard drive as it is sort of deal yeah if you if you already had it on steam you can reinstall it and play it but if you never had it there's no way to get it is it so evolve stage two it's a shame yeah i, I think, think they're called, called kind of like a evolve evolve reborn or something like oh. that's what they're calling it now evolve evolved oh. <laughs> that's, what <laughs> that's what they should have done they should have called it evolved evolved <laughs> <laughs> why doesn't gary just run a studio at this gary, point gary needs to be employed ideas. on every game Home i mean I'd, I'd be a good i'd be a great Prop consultant night evolve hopefully you don't mind me saying this but gary did apply for a job at behavior it was like a community manager job right yeah at one point you didn't hear anything back though which is their loss no really. i know yeah i made sure i made sure it didn't happen <laughs> <laughs> their loss their loss yeah doug made sure to shut that down yeah very quickly yeah, <laughs> I need to talk to the president of DVD immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Daylight? Gary in my DMs. Mr. Uh. Daylight. Dwight? Hello? Is that Dwight? Dwight yeah. Daylight. Dwight Daylight. Dwight Daylight, yeah. <laughs> president and CEO. I think I'd, I'd be good at that role. One day. One day, we'll say. No, I think you'd do great. I mean, honestly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You gotta make a lot of jokes, but, you know, outside of where he puts Wesker on the tier list, is you know, he's pretty solid in his <laughs> thought processes and his... Keep, keep him as like a community guy. Don't let him do game balance. Don't Although let Gary if, at the game balance. I think I'd be the best place to put me. Uh, I would. I would love to look at the code. Just let me, don't you have to pay yeah. me money behavior. Just let me look at the code for a bit, and then I'll work for you. <laughs> Just be able to take a look at it. I like to think that Behaviors HQ, everybody has like a security card of a different level and the level that allows you to look at the code is like level five max. Like only yeah, a select few maximum. employees get to look at it. I also like to think that they have a like a picture on the wall at Behavior of like, if this person comes here, don't let them in. And they've got Gary's face up on it. <laughs> Gary like grinning. Yeah. I'll be oh, like, I'm the new intern. <laughs> the code? No, no you're not no you're not no. it's like it says like right here you're taking on pictures. Our, our watch list yeah 
got little spy glasses and stuff so I can like take pictures and analyze it later. They're not commenting their blueprints. <laughs> that well, reliable humor out there for you all. So, yeah. It's so not we- object orientated. <laughs> unless we have um <laughs> unless we have anything else we'd like to discuss with uh, I do. DVD VHS. Oh, Christ. Okay. The blood point prime reward. Oh, okay. Gary's got <laughs> as you get, as you may be able to tell. Gary is grinning very largely right now. As you may be able to tell on the video version, Gary's grinning very widely because he has an opinion to share. Well, I just I mean, if anyone's unaware, Behavior have been giving out prime uh, awards like every month, and the first few were like really good cosmetics, mm-hmm. and then the last couple, the last one was I think a plague. Cosmetic that was like a mm. one from an old re- rift. It was a yeah, it was a rift item. Which you, if you already had, you basically got nothing. Yeah, which which I I think was quite disappointing. And then it was four hundred thousand blood points this month, which I thought was pretty good because you know I'm I'm used to like Rainbow Six Siege gives you just like XP bonus stuff, and mm-hmm. I think Overwatch gives you a couple of loot boxes here and there. Like it's quite nice to get anything, and I just think people have really overreacted a little bit to how bad 400,000 blood points is. You know how fast you can get 400,000 blood points now playing Survivor with a bloody party streamer or a flan? Doesn't take time with 100%. at all. 100%. Takes no time at all. Yeah. Is this blood points are too easy to get? Everything's cheaper? I think 400,000 points is... That's not it, man. That's it takes longer it. to spend the 400,000 than it does to earn it these days. It takes yeah. so long so, to spend. But I would say, how many people have got Prime because they have wanted the behavior cosmetics for the month? No, they don't have it for Prime, but when you set a standard, Gary, and you're giving which away was, like fantastic content, bad. just they like get, great skin after great skin, then they're like, I just, well, I just now, now here's a Rift skin. I just want to like, point out the... Well, the no, instant negativity about it, because I didn't see anyone being like, oh my god, did anyone see the Prime outfit? Oh, brilliant work behavior. No, they, I saw that points. I saw that a ton when the when they released the artist skins on Prime. Not even were, like not the comparison to the outrage at the moment for blood points. Like it's like people were so quick uh-huh. to be really negative about it. I'm like, I mean if I was them, I'd have I'd have probably given some blood points in between the cosmetics. But it just seems like everyone got really, really angry. Gary, they're not gonna give you the job. You don't have to be Mr. Positive. It's not too late behavior. It's not too late. Well, I mean, there's very, very few people that support. I, I, I really am in. I think Behavior is a fantastic company. I think they're doing a great job. But this is one thing that I think that they did misstep on. Is and I think it would have been a lot less hurtful if they hadn't done the Prime scan into the four hundred thousand blood points, right? But I mean, we get three hundred thousand. Yeah, that the point, the Prime re, the the Rift thing. I'm like that. Oh, if it had, if it had been like a a dope skin and then four hundred k blood points and then another great skin, then I think people probably That's, don't maybe yeah. react the same way. But it was like they were let down by the fact that it was a rift skin, and they're like, "Well, next month surely we'll get something great." And they're like, "Here's four hundred thousand blood points," and it's like a few days ago you guys gave us a three hundred thousand blood point code just yeah for the hell of it. Like we just right. get codes all the time, right? Yeah, like I can understand like, why people were disappointed, blood- but people were like, I, I don't know why they're so angry. <laughs> I just think with the last with the last couple of uh, of updates, they've really devalued blood points a lot. Like blood That's points fair. just mm-hmm. aren't worth as much as they once were. Four hundred thousand used to be a big deal. Maybe they should have given shards. See, I would have said shards, hundred percent. Especially because right. they just announced that now all of the previous original cosmetics are be able you can buy them with shards. That's now. true. 
I think it's a fair point that blood points are worth less now. Like maybe my brain still sets to 400k being a lot. Yeah, but you're right. Like I when I play Survivor, I get in like four or five games. That's a good point. But yeah, nowadays and I, I, nowadays they are devalued. And I think though with that would have been a great PR thing too, with them opening up all these cosmetics to be bought with shards. Now, hey, if you got Prime, here's some free shards. You get basically you just get a cool skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, maybe, maybe it should have been shards. Yeah, I think I agree. Maybe with that. we get maybe we get shards and people will be excited. <laughs> yeah, but the shard change to original cosmetics—that's very cool. It's awesome and a little yeah, bit annoying because I've been sure. wasting my shards because I've always wasted. Them. <laughs> I've got like none. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen, but I've seen streamers with like three hundred fifty thousand shards. Yes, yeah, like, yeah. There's, there's, there's some people giggling. Yeah, yeah. Some people hoarded them. Although I don't regret any of the, the cosmetics that I just bought. No, I wanted either. them. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've always used them just for like used... the last two years. <laughs> I've always just used iridescent shards to rebuy perks in the shrine for blood points. Same. Not anymore though, because <laughs> as you say, Doug, blood points are worthless. Yeah, well, they also decrease. I never said they were worthless now. Don't don't put that on me. They decrease the amount of blood points you get for rebuying perks in the shrine as well, which is annoying. Oh, well. And they also made it harder to do. Like, if you don't have everybody all prestiged up, like, you only get the perks one rank at a time now. And if you Mm -hmm. buy them in the shrine, it's the next rank of the perk. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I just like that change. So, like, if you have Ash. Prestige one, so everybody has Metal of Man rank one. Then, if you go to the Shrine of Secrets and Metal of Man is in the Shrine, then it's rank two that you can get. So you don't already have it; you can't get 100k blood points for free. But does basically. that mean you only have to get Ash to P two now, or do you still have to get into P three? You still have to get into P three because if you get into P two and you have Metal of Man two on everybody, it becomes Metal of Man three in the Shrine that you buy, not yes. blood points. Yeah. So yeah. That's pointless. That's a shame. Yeah, kind of annoying. It but, does uh, oh well, when you get it. You know, it. it's unlocked for everyone at that tier. Yeah, so. yeah. That's yeah. I, I would counter with that, saying it's not worthless because you save yourself from an entire prestige level by buying it one time. If it's if it, if it gets to you to P three, maybe. But everything yeah. else is like you still have well, to do it. Like I don't understand the point of buying rank two Medal of Man, for example, because it's like, well, if I want rank three Medal of Man, I'm still gonna have to prestige Ash. Or wait for it to come back to the shrine. Yes. Like, or you just buy it. In the, you can also buy it in the individual blood webs too. Like it'll pop up, and then you can buy rank right. three in the blood web. Like. Yeah, yeah. You don't uh, have to prestige to get it on other people. You just have the true. option to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually quite like the new system because it feels very like once you've done it, it feels like you've unlocked something good for everyone. Whereas with the old system, it's like. Yes, you can find the perk, but you still have to get it to tier three, right? So it's it. like, yeah. it oh, I love the like... I love the new prestige system. Yeah, that's the new prestige yeah. system is awesome. Yeah, for really sure, like it's it. great. Just the new. It's shrine very satisfying little... to be like, oh, I've got Rebecca to tier three, so now everybody has it forever. Mm, right, done. Yeah, unlocked. That was What's like my next? priority of the new update. I was like, I want hyper focus on everybody. Tier yes. three, come on, let's do this. Yeah, <laughs> hyper focus is so fun, man. Oh, <laughs> I love it. We talked about it in the season two premiere, Hyper Focus. We did, yeah. Oh, it's come full circle to so talk about it now at the season yeah, two close finale. Start with Hyper, close out with Hyper Focus. <laughs> Gary, did you have Beach. anything else to, any other hot takes about DVD or VHS? No. <laughs> I don't have anything else to like. Are we safe? So it's an interesting topic, and I'm glad we spoke about it. Are we safe to possibly move on to our brand new segment? 
debuting in the season two finale. I'm happy to introduce Gary's Comp Corner. <laughs> we need to make a tune. We need to make a tune for it at some point. Sino is embarrassed for me. I'm not face palming about you right now. I'm face palming about what's to come, I think, because Gary's... I'm excited, but I'm nervous. Let me, let me... <laughs> it's all right. If we hate it, we'll cut it. Let me introduce the segment <laughs> that we hopefully will not cut because it'll be gold. Um, Gary's Comp Corner is the section of the show, this time at the tail end, where we read one of Gary's YouTube comments out loud and discuss it amongst ourselves. Because as you may or may not know, Gary has a fantastic YouTube channel where he takes deep dives into Dead by Daylight topics from an academic point of view. And on these videos... Nerd. On these videos, <laughs> he gets the wordiest comments I've ever seen. You know, on my DVD channel, I upload stream highlights, and I'll get people leaving one-sentence replies, usually. On Gary's video, it is hundreds of comments, and they are paragraphs. Paragraphs and paragraphs and oh, paragraphs. Yeah. And it is so much fun to read. And so we thought for Gary's Comp Corner, we would check in with the competitive Dead by Daylight community to read their thoughts on balance. And this most yes. recent video that Gary put out was about which side is more entitled, survivors or killers. And Gary reached the conclusion that both sides were entitled. Just to uh, summarize, which, I encourage which you to see I, which it I knew, Which I knew would piss people off. <laughs> and it has, as we're going to see from- <laughs> Take uh, it to the comments, we'll find From the out. comment that we're yeah. going to read. So Gary, take it away. Okay, so this is someone, like, there's so many choices, um, but this is someone that actually left two comments. Um, so, buckle in, it's quite a lot. I'm going I'm to take a sip of my water before I crack into this, because it's quite a badly formatted mess. I actually haven't read this comment, like, I skimmed it beforehand, but I haven't read oh, it in detail, I, so I've only I'm skimmed excited. it as well. So it, look, it, looked, like, find it out, looked like it was juicy. I'm excited to find I, out which side is more entitled, survivors or killers. Yes. Uh, I can tell they wrote it on their mobile phone because mm. some eyes are eight, but I'll just fix it for them in my brain. Okay. I flat out disagree both sides are entitled if we are talking wholesale. Yes, killers complain about perks and act a bit spiteful here and there, but I have never met an entitled killer. I have never gotten a message from when I started playing to now devotion eight of a killer playing Bad, uh, saying bad survivor needs to do X to win. Something not, oh, not particularly nice to, to read. Uh, oh. <laughs> how, oh, oh, I'm going to yeah. skip over that. Um, okay. However, when I play killer, regardless if I am tunneling or camping, regardless if I'm being super nice or not, regardless if I'm doing challenges or just playing the game casual, I have been told hundreds of times that I'm trash. I'm bad. I need X to win. GG easy. Low rage quit. Lol, you're not fun. Why didn't you let me get X? Tunneling and camping. I don't want to farm points for the event, DC. And the ever so cringe reported for tunneling and face camping. Enjoy the ban. Doug gets that one a lot. <laughs> Doug is enthusiastically um, nodding right now. <laughs> um, want to know who messages me when I play Survivor? Other survivors. You're bad. You're trash. Why are you doing X? Heal me! Stop being boosted. I have met people in voice chat who literally- 
I have met people in voice chats who literally tell me when when a killer says GG, they are being toxic. Because in their minds, the only time you say GG is GG easy. When you're teabagging at an open gate because you want to rub it in the killer's face when they failed, guess who cheats on DB the most? Survivors. Guess Guess how many people complain about perks? Survivors. Oh, what? What? (laughs) Sorry. No, keep going. Keep going. Sorry. Guess which DVD streamers get called out for toxicity and hypocrisy the most? Read my words carefully. Sir, vive, vers. (laughs) I want to know. I want to know. That is, that is such, how how could someone possibly be like saying this with like a, yeah, this is a fair and objective viewpoint to take. (laughs) It still, it goes on. I know. I just, but I just, I can't, I can't. We can't move on without addressing this. Survivors are the only ones that complain about perks. Yep, That's insane to me. They're it's the only insane. ones toxic. 100%. And like, yeah, saying that only Survivor streamers get called out for, like, I'm right here, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm right here, dude. Like, what are you talking about? We call uh, out I, Duck every week. Every, every week. I'm, I'm under fire here. And this is just three people on a podcast. You want to podcast. warn you all about Doug. <laughs> True. Um, no, I had tears in my eyes during that, dude. That was so funny. Heal me. It's not um, done, Doug. That's still dude, more to I, go. I, I, oh, I you love, got more? I, I love that. I haven't even I finished the that, first comment. I love that people were messaging them saying, heal me, in the middle of the uh, match. <laughs> no, this is my thing, too. He's like, you know who I get? You know, I was in a voice call with a person who said, you know, GG, it's always GG. That's your friends, man. Like, yeah. that's who you're in a voice call with. Like, those are people you chose to talk to. So, like, right. What? You're acting like it's some sort of community thing. This is just your circle, bro. Like, right. Oh, my God. Doesn't like their and circle. Then, their circle's toxic. Yeah, true. And so then, like, the other thing I would, I would, I would argue with this person's experience, like, I have a lot of problems with the things he's been saying, but <laughs> yeah. if you're, if you're, you can't quantify complaining one-to-one because there's a four-to-one ratio in the game, dude. You have four times as many survivors as killers, so obviously you're going to hear survivor complaints four times as There's plenty of comments like that, Yeah, but like saying it aggressively about survivors. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like it's a detraction to to their character, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, should I carry on? Continue, continue. Please, please do. Want to know what I, as a killer main, shocked, uh, as a killer main, complain about the most? He's a killer main? (laughs) No way. Whoa. That that I hate going against Nurse, and that's that it's not fair that Barbecue can no longer farm blood points, while Prove Thyself farms blood points. Okay. I complain okay. that it's not fair <laughs> that when a killer plays to win, they get called everything from toxic, trash, and to the end... Oh, yeah. Uh, while survivors not only do whatever they want to win, but gleefully rub it in the killer's face and not realize the level of hypocrisy. So they, I mean, he's he's talking about he's basically taking like anecdotal, like individual experiences and making generalizations based out of them. So they left that like, comment. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was oh, that was comment number one. That's okay. comment number one done. They they left it a while and then they commented again. Now, but can I ask a question? Before they yes. commented the second time, did they have engagement or did they just they just needed more time? Like what they is They didn't like, have any engagement. No thumbs up, no replies. So, no. Is no this, one is this, okay. And they followed up. 
Yes, they, they thought that more information. They thought that they thought that more information was needed, perhaps, yes. to get a yeah. single engagement. Anyway, okay, go on, go on. They I'm were like, curious. "Hang on a second, I'm not done." <laughs> I think I feel like, judging by the way this starts, they probably watched my video and got halfway through it, left a comment, then watched the rest of it. Mm, um, yeah, saying both sides are entitled is like describing JFK's assassination as a moderate headache. <laughs> what? So, so overblown that metaphor. It's what unreal. does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. What does that um, mean? It's an understatement, I believe, is the intended yeah, comment. Trying to say that, but it's not. An I understand. I don't know what I'm understating. Or you're not understating. Both sides are very entitled. Yeah. What What <laughs> could you possibly be understating by saying both sides are entitled? Like, what's the overstatement of that? This is very <laughs> interesting where they're going with this. Yeah. Right. Survivor is not only easy to play and win. But oh, right no. now, survivors who have crossplay on, at least on console, get a hundred percent bonus to their blood points. So when they literally only have a seven K score, just one or two bloody party streamers or gruesome cakes slash flans makes them walk away with nearly sixty to a hundred thousand blood points. No 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 that the math does not check out on that. The math <laughs> is, how do you go from seven thousand to almost a hundred K? When yeah, you, would need, you, you would need do... ten, you would need ten bloody party streamers. You would, yeah, yeah, you would need at least ten <laughs> to get seventy thousand. As killer, to have that level of points, you would have needed to have a full stack of barbecue when barbecue gave you twenty five percent blood points for every first hook they're, on each. They're survivor. really hung up on barbecue. Yeah, that's really points. upset them. Yeah. Four sacrifices, twelve hooks, double pip, and survivor pudding, or anything else that gives a hundred. Uh, Plus a hundred percent. Playing you know, Survivor you right now gives you a free stackable Survivor cake. Bloody party streamers. Survivors are mad entitled compared to killers. You know that, that you also get blood points it. from bloody party streamers, right? Does he not realize that? If they no, play bloody no, party they, streamers, they, they're, they're you they're also get the survivors are getting points. <laughs> they would rather get zero points as long as the survivor got zero as well. <laughs> oh my gosh! But that concludes their messages. I don't know where the second one came from. It doesn't really do. Doesn't talk about any, do it. Do the video really? It doesn't really expound upon any of their points either. It's just venting. They're just complaining. Yeah, I don't know. And I've got a lot of them in my it's comment like, section. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean I have, it is. I have noticed that about a lot of the comments on under your video, Gary. I think we we're talking about it just before the podcast. Is that a lot of them will start out by being like this deconstruction, this takedown of your points, but then they quickly devolve into just venting about. Yeah. Like, and here's another thing that pisses me off: Why is barbecue not give you blood points anymore? It's like <laughs> what? No one was even talking about that. Yeah, this is so insanely easy to get points on killer compared to survivor. Like, I mean, right. my average blood points are twenty two to twenty five k per game. Like, even without the hundred percent. So, right. I don't know. I don't know what this dude's problem is. I don't know, like, why he's so personally offended by the fact that survivors do, are getting well, points I do, now. I do, but... do want to say we are laughing at it, but keep commenting. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. gold. Oh yeah. <laughs> we want more content for next season's Gary's Comp Corner. For sure. Yeah. I also don't sure really we'll understand why they have a problem with the survivor that gets seven thousand blood points. Which, let's be honest, it means they got tunneled out, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't understand why he has a problem with them getting more blood points. Like, if they had such a shitty match that they got seven thousand, like, what's wrong with them getting a little more just because yeah. they got some blade party streamer boosting? I I suspect this person just hates survivors. I think so. I think too. that's just it. I don't think it matters about anything else. They just they don't play Survivor. They just hate them. 
Yeah, right. when he said when he said Survivor is easy, that was the part where I was like, bro, I want to see you stream Dude. Survivor. Just go, go play some solo queue. Live stream is- <laughs> Survivor solo queue and show me how easy it is, bro. I guarantee right. you that dude sucks ass at Survivor. No shot he doesn't. No shot. No, a hundred percent. And that and that's one of the things that I see as a recurring uh, point from from commenters like this is they'll say like Survivor's easy, and I'm like, okay. Well, it depends, as always, with everything else in this game, it depends on what team you're playing with or against, what map you're on, like, what's the experience level of the players, like, what, you know, like a million factors. What do you mean it's easy? Like, I wouldn't say killer's easy in this game, even with the update, like, I think it's easier than it used to be, but I would never say killer's easy because it depends on a variety of factors are you playing on eerie of crows are you playing as a swift are you playing against solo like are you playing which killer are you playing playing, with no (laughs) slowdown yeah are you playing as trapper are you playing as nurse like what add-ons are you using like there's so many factors that go into it yeah i hear that i hear that as a killer man and stream to a lot of killer viewers i hear that sentiment the survivor is easy a lot and right probably don't do myself any favors as a creator but i always say i always counter with you know honestly i've played this game in the comp level at the highest level like it is harder to be a exceptionally good survivor than it is to be an exceptionally good killer. Like I completely survivor agree. is, is harder to be great at. It's, mm. it's easy to play. It's more chill. You get time on. It's gens, easy going. Time. It's yeah, it's more, it's like more of a, cause a, a, you're, you're a four man. You, you can get carried as a survivor in some games, yes. but like mm, yeah. to be a truly exceptional, like out of this world survivor player is harder than being an exceptional killer player. In my opinion, yeah, I play I, both sides extensively. So I, I totally agree, even if, as someone who doesn't really have a near to the ground for the comp scene. Just from what I see from streamers, like, I mean, as impressive as it is to watch, like, Ralph hit cross-map hatchets as Huntress or any other, like, true killer main for, for some of these higher skill cap killers, as impressive as it is to see Umbra just destroy people as Nurse, like, I, I find that when I'm watching someone who's amazing at Survivor, like like a Noob 3 or somebody, when I watch them just, you know chain together some type of like you know locker cj with like you know getting getting a spin with a perfect dead hard with a you know another flashlight blind a pallet or something they just like chain these plays together that's very difficult to do to get it right to get the mind game or, or the trick right consistently over and over again or get get escapes in a row like as impressive as it is to see people like odds do 50 killer win streaks like Whenever I see someone that's done, you know, 20 escapes in a row or something like that, I'm like, how? How? You're yeah. in solo queue. How have you not been completely screwed when, when, over by your teammates? When I get how? like three in a row, I'm like, oh my God, am I the best in the world? Yeah, three escapes cracked? in a row? What's going on? Three escapes in a row. <laughs> Joining Agony next. Joining, yeah. sign up for Oracle, yeah. I just think that there's, there's like a Dunning-Kruger factor of like, these killer players who are killer only players who don't play survivor just get this impression that it's really easy to play survivor and without having actually experienced survivor against an ex- a skilled killer they right. just they have no concept of just how hard it really is to have mm-hmm. like that perfect spacing to have that that sixth sense about when you need to change tiles it just like the skill right. set of a fanta- of, of a phenomenal survivor is just it's hard it's mechanically it's mechanically it's hard like it's harder survivor is harder mechanically than killer is in my opinion like you have to like when you're looping your loop has to be tight but not so tight that you get hung up on shit like right is this being able to look behind you and be able to judge like and then having to take 
a fucking Rolodex of every killer in the game. What can they do at each loop to, to slow mm-hmm. me down? Like, I mean, some of these guys blow my, I play at a high level against high level survivors and some of them blow my mind with their ability yeah. to like make reads and to be able to, to play around powers and stuff. When like I, when that, I, yeah. So. When I, when I play killer, right. I go up against survivors. I'm like, I wish I could play as good as these survivors. Cause I find it, oh, yeah. I oh am a gosh. higher MMR killer than I am survivor for sure. I'm, Killer's easier to me than it is playing uh, Survivor. Yeah. On the, on the on the topic of Dunning Kruger as well, I actually talk about that paper in my video, and the paper's name is one of my favorite things, which I I imagine like little sprinkles like that pissed people off in my comment section as well, just because the name of the paper's great, and I imagine anyone that felt like I was referring to them <laughs> very angry because the paper's called "Unskilled and Unaware of It." How difficulties in recognizing one's own incompetence lead to inflated self-assessments. Very true. Also, Unskilled and unaware of it. It's a very comedic way to describe yeah, that. Also, brilliant paper as well. Like, really, it's very good, yeah. It really helps us understand why so many people talk so much shit about stuff that they think they're good at. Like, it's real right. fundamental advance in like understanding the human condition i feel in the dunning kruger paper why do all these mm. idiots seem to act like they know what they're talking about and now we have a way to describe <laughs> yeah. it you know it, it's fascinating i've been saying yeah. i've been saying for years that the dvd community is famous for 60 to 70 percent of the community believing that they're the top five percent of the community yes yes like they genuinely feel like they are that the, they are the top level and i think that all guys i did i did it in this stream i was like yeah. i'm high mmr survivor what are you yeah. talking about exactly. I'm like, I'm like, and, what, <laughs> and what happened is what happened is dvd had a rank system that you had to pip up to rank one and so like everybody who ever in right. their entire life hit rank one was convinced they were a fucking grandmaster DVD player now. This like, oh, I got, right the, here. I got to the highest level. <laughs> right. I got to the highest level. I'm incredible. And it's like, no, actually, you're probably just average. Like most yeah. of right. I'm pretty yeah, sure that was and, like average. That was a tough awakening for me to have. What? Because I'm fairly new to this game to compare to a lot of people. You know, I just started playing mm-hmm. at the Stranger Things update, like Sina was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, when I first hit Iridescent 1, like, first of all, it took months, but when I got there, I was like, ah, this is it. My greatest achievement in the game. And it took me a long time, like, it took me months after that, months, maybe even a full year to realize, like, it doesn't really mean anything, actually. Like, it it, it represents a grind, like, you had to work for it, but it doesn't mean that you're the cream of the crop at all. Mm. Yeah. And no the- such indication. It was only the beginning, really, wasn't it? It was like you've yeah. taken the first step. Yes, you've understood the fundamentals, but now it's like yeah. that's, this is where that's it a good really way begins. of looking at it. It's like the tutorial. Getting to everyone yeah. was like you've done the tutorial. Yeah. You understand the game now. It's, now get good at it. I think it's one of the flaws in the early game design because you know, like if you hit, um, you know, grandmaster in league, that means that you're the top you know like if you if you get above uh was it diamond you know if you get above diamond like you are part of the elite Mm. but in in dbd like that's where the rank stopped was iridescent one yeah it was like there's nowhere to go now but anyone could get there and i think it did create a lot of inflated egos I'm just waiting for the update where they're like, we're finally going to just show you your MMR number. Oh, the fallout. Oh, my God. Oh, that would be juicy. Juicy. I want it. I want it. I think it would actually be good. I think it would actually be be very healthy for everyone. Really good. I agree. Very healthy for them to have something like that. Like, I I understand the reasons why they don't want to share them with us because then you're going to get into games with like, wait a second, I was 2000 MMR and I was in a game with someone 1200. Well... Yeah. You know, behaviors matchmaking is 
sus and they don't want that. But I think it would be good to have to give people a context for where they just are in the it, game and something to work towards. Just, just have it like MMR reveal day. Once a oh, year, we all get uh-oh. to see our MMR. Well, what if they did it? What if they did it for rank reset? They showed you where your MMR was, and then maybe even like a, oh, maybe even like that an, would be maybe even like an MMR leaderboard, idea. dude. Like an MMR leaderboard, MMR so you can be like with rank reset. Doug just wants yeah, to be so. at the top of it. I just think it'd be really cool, right? You know, <laughs> then cool. it would give you something. It would really put cool. a lot of excitement on rank reset yeah. day. Everybody would, would be like, cool. oh, "Wonder what my MMR is this time." I had a, oh, I had a rough month. Let me see where yeah. I'm at. You know, like, <laughs> like, every Sunday, I was like, "I had a rough yeah. month." <laughs> there would be yeah. there would be a lot of people out there that'd be like, uh, "Oh, it was a tough month for me." Oh, this isn't yeah. usually. I'm sure this uh, is the lowest MMR I've ever had. Yeah, for sure. This is a normal good. month because I played late at night. I didn't play as much as I usually do. Well, but but as somebody who is secretly quite sweaty sometimes, I have really wanted something secretly? like that. Secretly? <laughs> secretly. I, I, excuse me. Oh, wow. Gasp! What do you mean? Sinos competitive? Gasp! Next thing you know, you're going to say I'm competitive. Next thing you know, I'll be accused of also being well, sweaty. That's just crazy talk. I'm not Doug level. Okay. Where I, so no, you've so had two hours of guest privilege, but we're stripping oh, it away. Oh, no, that's it. It's over. At two-hour mark, the clubs come off, buddy. Sorry. Okay, as someone who is not secretly sweaty, I guess, I really want mm. something like that as like a long-term goal to like try and improve as much as possible. I would love that. Mm. I want to see my MMR yeah. go That's up a, and down. Yeah. I really do. Oh, me too. I've talked about it for a while. I would love for there to even have like a grandmaster type thing where they have like the top 500 players and like each individual killer. It would just give people something else to do. Yeah, you know, something like to to grind towards for a personal Absolutely. accomplishment. Because yeah, I just think that's yeah. Really it, cool. it, would, it would help. It would help drive me to want to be a better nemesis or pig like. To yeah. try and get right. in the top, imagine like every month you just go, oh, it's top four hundred this month. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, if they did like leaderboards for individual killers and even leaderboards for individual survivors, even though it doesn't mean anything, it would just be like a cool thing. If somebody's like really passionate about playing Kate for some reason, they can be like, oh, I'm like a top two hundred Kate. You know, right. I keep seeing someone. Their username is Kate Denson Enjoyer. I've never seen them playing Kate. It's annoying. <laughs> shit, <right>? Yeah, <laughs> they're always fang. Do you? When think was the last DB... time you guys saw a Hattie in a game? Oh, it's been. Well, I did. I I did see one last wow. week. Minute. I was playing killer, and I think I gave them the hatch because it was Hattie. Yeah. Yeah, just to be like, you know, what? I, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever seen a Hattie in a match. Honestly, yeah, honestly, <laughs> I don't, I don't see like, skin Who's Hattie? Hattie? <laughs> I'll, I'll sometimes see the prime skin Hattie, um, but mm, I never see mm. default skin Hattie anymore. I would say it's been weeks. Yeah. I wonder what those prime skin Hatties did with their four hundred thousand blood points. <laughs> <laughs> They got Hattie to uh, prestige 52. <laughs> yeah, I'm I guess sure. so. Yeah, probably. Oh, I, Hattie needs some cosmetics. She I does. Because I, I really like Hattie. I like her backstory. Yeah. I think she looks cool. I do too. I, I wish I had I play, her head didn't look like a plastic. I don't know what's going on with it. It looks Lego. very shiny. Yeah, Lego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I play, yeah, I play her a lot because she still has flans on her. So I use her for my flans. And nice. I think she's great. Sure, Prime skin is really good. It's a really nice skin. And then I liked mm. the the skin they released with her, the one that's got like the it was like an octopus or something. Like she had like a basket on her back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Has yeah, some yeah. weird oh, sea yeah, creature in one. it. I thought yeah. that it's skin was like a, really cool. It's like a twin skin. Uh, skin. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, it's like, but it's really loud. It's really. Mm. I mean, it's really it catches your eye. I like it a lot. But yeah, she's pretty. Let's, let's show her some more love on cosmetics. Cause, yeah, like, like that's take how a break, you, that's take how a break you get from Twilight and Feng for a bit. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, every new skin announcement, there's like 50 replies. It's like, another uh, Fung Min skin again? Are you kidding me? It's like, she's the most played character, bro. Like, they're gonna release yeah. new skins for her every yeah, chance I, I they like, get. Like, give her cosmetics to make money, but like, come on. Give, like, give Hattie some as well. No, I agree. I agree. I, I think there's some survivors that have been neglected. Um, I mean, Hattie is new as well, but... Like, I mean, how, before the newest Yunjin skin, with the, the purple one, with the beret, when was the last time we got a Yunjin skin? Like, been a while. I think it was, I think it was the Vom skin that you like so much, Gary. She's so pretty. But I think it was, I think it was like almost, I don't know if it was an entire year, but it was close to it. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, there's just like, it's like certain survivors that just don't get as much love. Oh. Yeah. And that's another. They another can't. They can't issue. give attention to every single. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say true, it's another true. issue that's gonna keep. I mean, they release a new character or sometimes multiple new characters every three months. Like we get multiple survivors. Like the Resident Evil chapters, both yeah. times gave us two survivors. Stranger Things gave us two survivors. And, yeah. you know, and, we, and you've got to say like the Resident Evil cosmetics, out of the park. They were so yeah. knocked good. it out of the Fantastic. park. So good. So good. Uh. And they gave me Shiva, yeah, I mean, so I can't complain about anything for ages. I'm, I have to I believe it's, I believe it's pronounced Shiva. There's, a, it's got, it's got an E in it. Not, not doing this if you talk. <laughs> a website called yeah, The Gamer in 2021 October did a 27-person-long list of all survivors ranked by cuteness. Um, and number one was Fung Min. She was the cutest, but number two was Yun Jin. Actually, oh, really? Yeah, and who was twenty-seven? Who was who was last place? Who's last place? Who's last place? And why is it? Do you guys want to take a guess? Bill, uh, Dwight, Dwight. Oh, hang on, yeah. No, like, Dwight was Quentin. third. Quentin. I think Quentin had already been reworked at this point. No, oh, last okay. was Ash. Oh. oh, that's so mean to Bruce Campbell. Yeah, uh, Bruce is cute. No, 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 because because Bruce isn't. I would say Bruce isn't cute. He's a handsome chap. He's handsome. Right. He's just not cute. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, I don't think Quentin had been reworked at this point, and he got twenty six. <laughs> okay, that's, Ash below that's Quentin. Okay, okay that's, that's wrong. Was, jo was Jonathan wrong. Byers in there? Was that before Jonathan Byers? Uh, oh, that would be a Steve skin, wouldn't it? That's like it, they just come up to Steve. Yeah, oh yeah, does it, it, I guess they don't count the legendaries, legendaries huh? No, mm. but yeah, I'm quickly melted candle here. Quentin cuter than Ash Williams. Wow, Gary, did you know as as a fellow Yunjin main? Did you know that there's a Resident Evil 2 mod? I'm thinking about playing this next week, where you can play as Yunjin in I Resident did see Evil that on 2. Twitter, yeah. Yeah. That's very as, cool. As any of her skins, I was like. Okay. Is I, it like all her sets, or can you mix and match? All of her sets, you can't mix and match. Because uh, I feel like and I want to make Vong Jin. You don't yeah, well, like. Everything's all about you, Gary. <laughs> you don't like modding very much for Resident Evils because you regularly deride those that think it's hilarious to mod Thomas the oh, Tank Engine in as Mr. What if, what if Mr. X was Thomas the Tank Engine? <laughs> Every fucking game. Skyrim. Oh, what if the dragons were Thomas the Tank Engine? Dead by Daylight. Oh, what if the trapper was Thomas the Tank Engine? <laughs> I just get tired of it over and over again. But this is cool. This is different. Okay. This is okay. this is we stand a queen mode. Not, yeah, okay. no, this, this oh, is, wouldn't it this be is funny? Like... Wouldn't it be weird and cool? <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine was the monster. <laughs> I'm gonna make this into a meme. I'm gonna turn the the saturation filter way up and play I'm a really play the theme loud song rap song. Really loud. 
Yeah, yeah. John's just John's hitting his like unhinged dad era right now. Yeah, <laughs> damn kids and their moms. This is my. This is my the damn kids. <laughs> <laughs> this is my elder millennial take. Unhinged. Uh, oh, Ooh, I'm Gen Z. Ooh, I think that's really funny. John is currently funny, wiggling though. his arms around yeah. in a comical he's fashion. Losing, yeah. He's losing his fucking mind out here. <laughs> well, this has been a very is successful season. Is that Horace Sims? Yeah, I think that's Horace so. Sims, right? It's been my favorite season, yeah. Season two, I think, may go down as our fan favorite season of Spongebob. You're welcome. And, um... <laughs> I had to. Our, our, our best guest... <laughs> Oh. Our best guest ever, New, number one yeah. guest ever for number sure. Number one yeah. guest, Sinobi. Yeah. Would you guys consider? Would you guys consider our guest to be S minus or A plus though? Mm. What do you think, Gary? Lower S. S S plus. Lower oh, S. I'm not, it's not even a line for me. Oh wow. oh wow, I would say too S plus. Although we'll have oh, to re reassess once we've had more guests where everybody sits. That's true. I just that can't go good, higher than high, hey guys. That Sorry. could be good for like season 37. <laughs> we do a guest tier list. It's our oh, tier yeah. list. That'll be yeah. That'll be for Patreons only. Dude. That's way too controversial. So I could tune in and be like, "Wow, I've I've gone from S plus to like low B." <laughs> yeah. You know, looking back, yeah. so was kind of a B plus guest, wouldn't you say? Yeah, he was all right. High B or mid B? Very mid. <laughs> just a, <laughs> was mid. just above Linksy, I would say. Oh, Shot fired at a future guest. Oh my you god! Say that. I can't wait for Lexi to be on the podcast and say some weird shit. No, me too. Sure. Yeah. She will say weird shit. She's she hilarious. She will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, who knows? No. Might not wait long for that. Which? Mm -hmm. Well, I think there's a rumors of a twins like update going oh. around. So no, I haven't heard any. I haven't heard anything about that. No, everyone's nothing. Well, the twins mains up, which you know, it's just links. So just, I've just heard her talking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. all you really need, to be honest. But thanks yeah, so much for having me on, guys. Discord. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for joining, and uh, we had a great time. Uh, everybody, check out Cinobeats at Twitch.tv/Cinobeats. He also has a YouTube channel, um, which is just called Cino, actually, right? That's right. Yeah, it's just Cino. I will say, yeah. next time I want to talk about Resident Evil Resistance. I want to go. I want, I miss it. Next time. So when I'm we do the glad. tier list, we'll have to we'll have to specify which season of guests which, we're talking about. Which Sino did we like? Season yes. two Sino or season thirteen Sino? Uh, yeah, one he was, was really phoning it in in season thirteen Sino. I feel like. oh, season thirteen Sino wouldn't shut the fuck up about Resistance. Yeah, I mean, if you guys want to talk about Resident Evil Resistance, you have to have me back for that one because that was my oh, baby. Yeah, definitely. Know, yeah, we I'm kind of glad that sure. you didn't do it this time, so I was allowed to talk about something else for a while. It wasn't like, hey, remember <laughs> that dead game that you loved so much? Yeah, well, I loved right. it too, so we can mourn it. That's we true. can find it. Maybe we can give it like a, like a what is it, a memorial? We can give it like a proper send-off. Oh, yeah, like that queen. sounds great. A proper send-off. We can play it. Playing all right. Resident Evil. That's, that's all the time we have. That's all the time we have. Turning into the season two finale of Spine Chill. Uh, and we're going to get out of here before Gary gives us more assignments for dead ASIM games that we need to play before next week. <laughs> the, te the teacher in me. As always, I'm John. On behalf of Gary and Doug, we're signing off. Farewell. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Gary always cracks up. He just finds it hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>